Happy Halloween, everyone. Welcome to the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 78, and I got one of my good friends here to come and talk to me right the day before Halloween, and we'll be getting, it'll be Halloween by the time we're done finishing this episode. But yeah, I got my man, Osiris, from Stuck in the Middle. How you doing, brother? What is good, Ray? I'm feeling real good, man. I had a good weekend. Uh, my kid, my son, my oldest son had got a touchdown in flag mm. football. So I'm a proud papa, man. Thanks for having me. That's good, man. Like, um, <laughs> uh, what position does he play? So it's just flag football, so they all rotate around. So he got a uh, touchdown playing running back. He's <laughs> only six, so they, you know, they're playing a little flag football. I remember, I remember when I was a kid, I played flag football. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. All right. All right. Right before we, right before um, we get into this stuff, I want all of you guys to go check out, make sure to check out the Ray Studios merchandise here on, in the spring, on spring.com. I got shirts, I got mugs, I got, I, I got it all. I even, I, even got, I even got some sweatshirts out here too, and some water bottles. And also, down here, my favorite shirt, my favorite shirt is the Ultimate MAGA shirt. This one is by far my favorite one right here. <laughs> like, make sure to go and grab this right here, because guess what? I, I'm, I'm like Osiris, I'm putting out a lot of, of MAGA merchandise too. So yeah, make sure to go gra- pick, pick it up. Link is in the description below. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so Cyrus, like uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, I'll, I'll take this off first. So, yeah. <laughs> you got the real deal, too. <laughs> That's a quality yeah. one. A what? That's a quality mask right there. Oh, it is. It, it's very high, good, good, high quality. And it's hot as a mofo under there. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't worn it in almost they- a year. They so, got to yeah. put holes. They got to let some air come in so you can breathe in those things, man. Oh, there is. There's okay. plenty of there's plenty of them. The thing is that it's just so tight. Like they got the eyes, they got the nose, I even got around the ears too. Dang. Yeah, they got. But the thing is, it's just it's just so compressed and it's so hot. That's why it hits. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah, like just trying to take it off, man. It's hard to do. So yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> but yeah, like and one of the things I I called I called you up and wanted to talk to you about um. I, I want to talk to you one about the Pelosi thing that recently happened. Well, that happened mm. at Pelosi's house. We'll just leave it at that. So, yeah. and like, I, I I still have no idea how to what to make of it because there's so many things you could think about it with this. But like, um, you find you would find it odd that someone was able to break into their property, a property which is in San Francisco, and Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, you would expect her to have like some extremely high security that no one could get through like if anyone even tried to they would be taken out immediately and so what happened was like a couple days ago um someone broke into their house mysteriously um um, and and beat um, nancy pelosi's husband with the hammer and it was so bad that he actually had to go to the hospital and get surgery done and he survived thank uh, because guess what thank god because guess what I, as, as much as I can't stand anyone, I do not want injuries or harm happening to anyone under any circumstances. I do not care who it is. I, I can't stand violence at all, not even a little. But like, how did this? How how, how did this happen? Is what I'm trying to figure out. So if, if she if she is this high in Washington, why was how was someone able to break onto her property and and cause this? And supposedly, from what we've been told, is that this person was looking for Pelosi, but and shouted her name. But actually, um, actually beat up her husband with the hammer. So, what do you make of this, man? 
Yeah, the there's more questions than answers. And to my knowledge, nobody has taken any questions. Uh, there was a there was a conference, I believe that was Friday last week, from the San Francisco PD, and they didn't answer any quotes. They didn't take any questions. Yeah. My take on this is, this is beyond. I know people are doing jokes about hammer jokes and um, sexual preference jokes and stuff like that. I'm glad Polly P is okay, uh, but they're whatever they are hiding to me is much more serious than uh, what we're seeing you know the jokes that are out there for them to do this because there's no way out of this narrative there's no way to say that there this um, pretty much he looked like a lunatic this lunatic came off the street potentially with no clothes on unless he took his clothes off at the crib uh, and he got into Nancy Pelosi's crib. There's no way that I'm believing that. I don't know what, I'm not claiming what I know what the truth is, but the story that's out there right now, I do not believe. And whenever somebody lies to you or you think they're lying to you, I'm not saying that they are, but I, I don't believe them, then uh, you need to ask why. why. Why are they doing that? And I think it's more than just covering up some perversion. Yeah. Since the moment the story broke, like um, I've been hearing a whole lot of rumors and theories about it. Like I, one of the rumors I heard was that the person that actually did it was actually an illegal immigrant, but which has not been confirmed. So I can't say whether or not that is true or not. I'll, I'll, also, there was t t there's a lot of there. I, I, what I heard is that this person was also some leftist that did this. That That's just I don't know if that's true either. But maybe it, if this is some leftist that did this, you see the irony in this, though. You, like um, you like you, you do. They cave to the leftists so much, but um, they but whatever they do, whatever, however how much they cave, it's never enough. No matter what they do. Yeah, I I I find it the energy where the energy is right now is in the wrong place. Like journalistically, we the I'm not even worried about his political leanings or not. I'm I'm worried about what is the story. They don't even have the story straight that I've seen. They've already flip flop on the story. There was at first it was just the them, you know, the two David and Paul, and then there was, uh, so the, I believe it was the PD that said there was a third person that opened the door. Then they, yeah. then I heard another update that no, 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 it wasn't a third person that opened the door. We need those basic. We don't even know what happened. We need those basic questions answered. And for them to be talking about MAGA, and I don't know if you saw, they brought up Tim Pool's name. The L.A. Times talked about this dude following Tim Pool and Glenn Beck, and he lived at a compound with the Black Lives Matter flag and the LGBTQ flag. I don't know where he is politically. Let's just figure out what happened first. 100%. Like, um, also, like, how did... Would why did some guy who is who is naked who how do he get naked like did he get naked up on the property or did he show up naked like that that especially in the middle of san francisco that is just that's just weird man weird yeah the pelosi's home i believe i believe there's only a couple homes on the street i was watching all the local news coverage of this and they're mm -hmm. interviewing neighbors and all that they they've got security all over the place not that's separate from nancy pelosi's whatever she might have nobody's talking about it and then also there's camera footage potentially that we don't we're not hearing about from body cam to the security on the property uh, so there's we just got to get our facts and right now they they're not going to be able to hide this 
they might try to they try they might try to not they might never answer questions about this because there's no way to answer the questions and make it make sense. Yeah. If this is not what if this if let's let's just say this isn't some isolated thing. If this was in something that was intended to happen in your eyes, what is the goal of this? I don't of the attack. I don't know what the goal of the attack. They need to answer those questions, but I do know that the goal of the propaganda at what's happening now is very, uh, I, I hate to start off on a scary place, but when you see an attack like this happen and they're not answering any questions and the people who should be the ones asking questions on this are instead pointing the finger at people like Tim Pool and right-wingers in general, that is, that's a very scary situation because what they're trying to do is, is that's beyond politics. That's that they're trying to attack us, Ray. <laughs> like we're just asking questions. We don't know what's going on. We're just a couple dudes just trying to talk about it. They're they're going after us. I mean, they're gonna start with people with way more influence, but we're lumped into that. So, you know, they're talking about I listen to Tim Pool. Okay, so what? They're they're going to that point where it's like, okay, you listen to Tim Pool, you're dangerous. I mean, that we're getting very close uh to that narrative from the media. Yeah. And so like um like this article from Breitbart, like um Biden didn't even talk about the Kavanaugh assassination attempt, which like um whether whether or not like um like that was just some guy that was just trying to intimidate Kavanaugh, like and what wanted to get arrested, just intimidate him to to not overturn Roe v. Wade, or whether he actually was trying to assassinate him and the guy which just had was just some psycho or something like that. Like um it, it, this these things actually seem pretty similar. Like um my, my the thing is like how do these guys even get even close to the, the either of these guys whether it's from the Pelosi thing or from the Kavanaugh thing how did these guys even get close to getting inside like that's the thing I'm that 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 is curious to me now this thing with the, now with Pelosi's husband the guy actually got in and beat him with the hammer to a point where he had to go to the hospital and get surgery on a fractured skull which how anyone survives a fractured skull is beyond me. I have no idea how that's even possible. Because you think someone would be dead by then? Because it, you think you would think it would have punctured their brain somewhere. And yes, um, YouTube. I know I'm, I'm being a little graphic right there, but I'm just, just trying to explain the facts though. But yeah. So like um, th this thing is like I said, it's pretty weird. Like um, do you th do you think these people? What they're trying to do is, if they're acting like individually, like let's just say they are, do you think what do you think they're intentionally trying to just scare these people? Like I'm not I'm not saying these the Kavanaugh or this Pelosi one are linked in any way. I don't think they're any way linked in whatsoever. But you, would you say that they're, they're what um this these person that these people is their goal to just intimidate them or is their goal to actually harm them? But in the, but in the, this Pelosi case, this guy the guy was actually harmed. So. Yeah, I think they're completely separate just from looking at it. Who knows? I'm, we're just trying to unpack everything. I think the Paul Pelosi one is something. There, that's a whole nother. I don't know that one. the The Paul Pelosi situation is way more. Uh, it's way more concerning. You, Nancy Pelosi is second in line to pre to the president of the United States. So if you're if the story that they're telling right now and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, Ray, you correct me if I'm wrong. The story that they're portraying right now is that this dude came off the street. The last story I got came off the street into Nancy Pelosi's compound and broke the glass. They said a sliding glass door, but the picture didn't show that. So I don't know. Broke broke a glass and came in. 
So just random dude. Right now, our southern borders borders are open. Like, you just come on through pretty much. So you're telling me that a foreign country could get somebody through the southern border and just walk up to the crib of the second in charge? And, and Ray, I'm not buying that. Do you remember Nancy Pelosi uh, after J6, before the inauguration, she called for crew manned machine guns mm -hmm. at the inauguration? That means machine guns with people manning them looking like Rambo, like <laughs> just in case. So you think somebody who stays that ready is going to be in any situation, whether it's the federal government that's not protecting her enough. If the federal government is not protecting her enough, she will protect herself. But do you think somebody like that's not going to have their, their compound protected? So we don't know who Paul is doing business with or doing anything with it, and, and we don't know what the true story is. But that is a national security interest. And then, because uh, let me say this before I go back to you, Ray. People on Twitter were asking me about why is it your business. Number one, people are going to have jokes because it's kind of a crazy story. So that's just what it is. They're a public person. But it, to hell, it is definitely is our business from a national security standpoint. And then the moment you start blaming MAGA, right wing, you start blaming people like that, and you know that covers a lot of people. Oh, it's uh, it's absolutely my business. Okay, you can start blaming right wingers. Tell us what the story is. Do you think the potentially the one of the goals of this is to blame this attack on like MAGA or people on the right to just try to like with um the midterms coming up to, to, to have it be like an excuse like hey these 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 right wingers they're causing violence like they're they're, they're influence they're inspiring people to come in and just attack people. Like, do you think this could be something to deal with, deal with that? I don't think it was set. I, again, we're just speculating. I don't think this was set up to be a false flag. It's too compromising. It's too embarrassing. This, is not a, this does not look like a false flag designed to do that. What I'm seeing is something is going on. Remember, Paul P. had the DUI a while back. Something's oh, yeah. not right. And, and something. So I don't know. I, I hope, wish him the best, just like you said. But so, so something's not right there. So I think what they're doing is something really bad happened. I, we don't know the extent of it. The, the good and the best case scenario could be just like something simply as embarrassing as, you know, some type of perversion. Uh, the worst case is a huge national security risk. So they're taking a bad situation and then using it as a weapon. I don't think it was designed as a weapon against, you know, MAGA or right wing. Yeah, like when you say like it's embarrassing or something like that, like we've seen false flag operations that happened that were way, way more like very embarrassing and very brutal. Like if some stuff that could happen that it, that like um, Gulf of Tonkin, Operation Northwoods, if that kind of stuff can happen, like actual legitimate conspiracies like that, mm -hmm. then nothing is out of the question. Like this is not even out of the question. I'm just saying we none of us know what it what it is. We we don't know. None of us do. So I, I, I just don't think like just because it would be way too embarrassing does not necessarily mean it's not a false flag. Like um me currently I don't have any opinion on it because like um I I, I because it, it's just way too complicated. Like like um Northwoods and like um Tunk Gulf of Tonkin, those things like um it's a clear set goal. You can clearly see what was going on right right there, what they were trying to do. With this one, I, I don't know because I, I don't see what what the what the goal of it would be to be. 
is. Yeah, okay. you're right. There's it's it's dangerous to assume. I think in a healthy society, we can have this conversation. So, but you're absolutely right. Uh, we don't know. It could have been. Who, who knows? I mean, stuff is crazy. And at the end of the day, what we're seeing is the Democratic Party is fading away. I'm. I, mean, I know a lot of people don't believe me or, or agree with me on this, but this is what it looks like when you run a candidate like Fetterman for Senate. Yeah. What it looks like, and basically for Fetterman, what they're trying to do, in my opinion, to get him in there, and then hopefully they, you know, they're hoping that they win the governor's spot. He will probably resign within whatever time frame. The governor will appoint a new senator. So uh, I think when they're doing these type of things, that it's just a it's a party that's dying. They're they're fading out, and they're going to try and lash out on their way um, to demise. I think. Yeah, like um, like you like you said, like I, we can talk about the Fetterman and Oz thing right now, right now. Yeah. Well, and also the midterms as a whole, and like I also did want to talk about the Herschel Walker and Warnock as well. So oh, we can go we can go right into the Fetterman and Oz one first. Like um, I know me and you talked about this already outside of this, but like um, like for the audience that has that doesn't know, what was your view on like um the Fetterman and Oz debate from what we a couple days ago? Yeah, the the first thing is that we are all losers. For that, um, after that debate, there should have been a collective. If we lived in a serious society, there should have been a collective demand for Fetterman to drop out immediately. And I know people have already sent in their votes, so it's it's a serious situation. Uh, I heard that Google had a rise in search results on people asking, "How do I get my vote back?" <laughs> like, no, it's not. It's not like a thirty-day money-back guarantee. You already voted. <laughs> So people didn't know. Most people don't know. They're not following it like you and I or anybody watching this right now. And the the biggest thing is they can they're right now, they are controlling us. And I had Jen and Peter on, um, Jen Perlman, who ran for Congress um in Florida, and I, I had just touched on Fetterman. I'm curious, like, for what those type of people because if Fetterman was healthy, we could have a serious discussion about his policies. We're, this is not a policy discussion. He is clearly unfit, and I and I think they are part of the base left. And I bring them up because you, if you, if you are in the Fetterman camp, you've got to just you've you've got to agree he's not fit. I don't like Oz, so I, I'm not trying to tell you to go to Oz. I'm just saying Fetterman's not fit, and you can't allow. A, po a political organization to try and pass this dude off to you um, as some type of victory or some type of victory for disabled people. What a disrespect to disabled people. This brought has, he's recovering from stroke. And as a person, I wish him the best. He needs to drop out and get healthy. Instead, they're pushing him out there. I don't even know, Ray, we don't even know if he has the cognitive ability to fully understand what's happening. So uh, let me. What do you think? Well, here's here's what I gotta say. The, the, his opening his opening statement. Hello, good night, everyone. Man, I, I like I told you in Carlos. I feel bad for the guy. Like I I, I truly feel bad. I I because it, that was just too embarrassing to watch. Like, and you mentioned Jen and Peter. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they said even with this, I think they are in favor of Fetterman. I, I believe that's what well, you, they said. Well, at the time, so they 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 cover, um, and they're great. Shout out to them. Uh, they cover. They're like the war room, but on the left. So if you don't know Steve Bannon on the war room, he brings on just people to talk. Their channel is great. It's more left, 
So at that time, they didn't know. At that time, I asked them, what do you think about him? And they, they, I don't think they had really been following his, you know, his speeches that much. They didn't know how bad it was, I don't think. So it would be good to follow up now if they've seen him or heard of him or what happened. I think the real thing is Fetterman knew the whole camp, the Fetterman camp knew this was a problem from the primary. And they hid it from the, the Democrat operatives. And they didn't even know until recently, a lot of them. So I don't know what they would say right now, but um, I'm just, I just want to put, like, I know I rock rat mag and all that, but I just, it, it's all love if you just put people first and you can't have, if, if Fetterman was a MAGA Republican candidate, I would be flaming him just as hard. I, I just want to throw it out to anybody who disagrees or thinks that I'm just trying to be biased. I am not. I, I I flamed Herschel Walker, and he obviously he's not having that same type of issue. But it's it's about what's right. That's what we have to stay with. Like like here like here here's the thing though. Like um, I I told you I told you immediately after the debate, Fetterman made Oz seem like a great candidate. He made him like that's how bad it was. Like like literally i i had a hard time just trying to get through it like i literally kept wanting to turn it off turn it off turn it off but i couldn't because i had to see the entire thing through because of how important this race is is in these is going to be in these midterms it was super it was very cringe it was an important debate to watch and actually if you go on youtube it's actually not that easy to find the debate they took it down and labeled it as misinformation they took down the debate mhm you see, we, I think the bigger picture, I always like trying to go, like taking the helicopter up higher, as high as possible. Man, the, the big picture is we're in a post-truth society. And I was, I post some of the memes and stuff making fun of the Pauly P situation and Fetterman too. And people were kind of like, hey, that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Because I have people who are on all sides of the spectrum who are following me. And I said... For me personally, I can't speak for anybody else. When they, I, I remember the date. This is how serious it was to me. September 9th, last year, 2021, Joe Biden does the speech and he says, uh, we, our patience is running thin. You're going to have to take a product from a big company and government merger, which is literally fascism, or you will get fired from your job. For me, it had been leading up to that point. But for me, that was the day the gloves came off. And my morals are, I'm not, I'm not going to lie or anything like that, but we are in a situation where I feel like we have to fight back respectful, in a, in a, in, within our morals, we have to fight back. And that's why I'm so happy about Elon purchasing back. But with Fetterman, we've got to fight back and say, you can't hide a debate. He's not prepared. I don't care what side of the poli- you know, p- politics you lie on. And why are you trying to tell me he is? Not enough people are asking the question why. But we have to first agree that this is ridiculous. And also with the clips that are on YouTube, they're all edited if you notice them. They cut out all the, all the nonsense. Like, um, good night, everyone. Um, I, 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 I support fracking. Um, I support fracking. I, I, like. Literally, I'm I'm just trying to intimidate it right there. Like it, it was that embarrassing. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and Metalopoly Empress, how you doing, guys? What's up? What's up? Thanks for stopping by. 
But yeah, we're we're just talking about um, Fetterman right now and the big picture. You know, after that big picture is for me the transhumanism aspect. I am the transparency with what he is using is not there for me. I need to know exactly what the program is. I need to I need to know who's doing the program. Is it a program? Now I'm confused because they had the closed captioning. Is it is it translating anything or is it just straight up voice to text? Because when he did the interview with Dasha Burns, she even in that interview, she said the, the program rearranges the words in a different order so his brain can follow him. And now nobody nobody's even talking about that. So my thing is about Fetterman, and you said that you, you feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for Fetterman the person. Fetterman the candidate for Senate is a problem. I have zero empathy for him as a Senate candidate because that is a complete choice. So like I'm, like I'm, Car- Carlos posted something hilarious on Facebook I'm a couple, right after the debate, and Matt can he like getting him and Biden uh, to have it on on the stage to have a debate. I laughed my you know what off when he said that. Like I would actually, you know what? I'll tell you this: I would pay to watch that. I truly would because I I just would. It's it'd be too funny just trying to watch it. I would pay to watch them have a conversation. No edits. Just them, them two sitting down and talking. I would pay to watch, talk about anything, sports, anything, cars, whatever. I would love, and, and no, 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 well, you, even with digital assistance, you can see he struggles. But imagine him sitting down with Biden with no digital assistance. And th- we're talking about president and potential Senate candidate. So how's everything going, y'all? The president is, is Brandon. We have a Senate candidate, Fetterman. The second in line for president after Kamala Harris, somebody allegedly walked off the street, some lunatic that has no ties to anything. This is not a ninja or uh, it doesn't seem to be a ninja or hired assassin. This is just some random dude that came off the street and walked into her crib is the story. How's everything going, y'all? That's the top people in our country right now. And walked into her house naked, which or or when he got in there, he, he stripped down, stripped down, which I, which makes no sense to me. So it, it, who knows what it what that was? So like, can you imagine getting like um um Brandon Fetterman and Pelosi all in the room having a conversation? Like, can you just imagine if that was ha- going on? Like, Pelo- like for real? I know Pelosi would be controlling it. Pelosi would. She is so savvy. So Pelosi is Pelosi is one of the greatest politicians of all time. And what I mean by that is not her ideology. She's just she's a shaker and she's a mover. She's a power broker. So when if you know if she were in that conversation, she would make sure that they didn't say anything but like one word answers. But she she slurs her words. She kind of comes across as if she's a little, you know, had a couple, you know. <laughs> uh, so that would be a funny scenario. Well, she is by far one of the best um, unorthodox heels of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And the, and famously, I called her sexy. Do, I don't know if you remember that. No, I, I stand by it. No, I stand by that. I do stand by that because there's something, number one, there's something sexy, even though it's evil. Now, remember, like, if you look at biblically, like, the devil can present itself in many ways and some of the things that are evil can be attractive i'm going to speak just for myself not for ray but in that way 
for her to be so arrogant, like remember when they were talking about her and the stock, you know, as far as the conflict with her being able to trade stock and then also be the number one legislator in the country. And they asked her, well, don't you see a problem with it, basically? And she was like, nah. To have that kind of cojones to stand up and do that. And then you saw her with the swimsuit on. So I stand by my statement on her. Like, 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 I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious if someone's gonna make a meme of this. Like putting that, putting that, that photo of her in the swimsuit next to that photo of Elon Musk without a, with, without a shirt on. I'm, I'm curious if someone would try that. I'm well, curious. we can't. But E, we have. So let's do this, E. Uh, um, um, let's talk about E, Ray. No, for <laughs> E, no, I got it because we did that clip on E when we were kind of like having fun with it. We were, we're both on our weight loss journey, so we're not trying to like knock people who try to lose weight. But E was a little large in that picture. He's he's lost weight. Have you noticed that? Um, yeah. In that he's lost in a lot of weight. In the, in the video of him with the sink, I'm like, mm -hmm. he looked actually a bit smaller. He's probably lost twenty. He's lost probably lost at least twenty pounds. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. You saw you right. You saw him on the. You saw the picture. Right. You saw the picture, man. That wasn't even yeah. looking right. Yeah, yeah, you you put you you took that clip of me and you talking about it and you edited it down like on Gab. I'm gonna go find that because that, that was hilarious what you did right there. Yeah. Give me one second. I'm gonna go try to find it. And Where's... and I believe, gosh, I read so many things. I don't know if it's speculation or not, but I think I heard that that clip, that picture, kind of going viral, motivated him to lose weight. Oh yeah, it certainly did. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. a smart guy. I mean, he's a smart guy. He's you know, well off. I'm sure he can. I don't think he has a chef, but he could afford a chef or, you know, through his company, whatever. <laughs> Give me one second. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. I got it right here. I'm going to bring this right up. Like, this is hilarious right here. It's, it's legitimately hilarious. Find it. Uh, the picture is up. classic. Right here. Here we go. Right here. Like me and you talked about it and you, and you edited it and it's hilarious. You know who else should? Right here. Mm -hmm. This is hilarious. You know who else should have covered up at the beach, Ray? Who? Elon Musk. Did you see that? I saw that. I saw Did that. Did you see that? But the irony is, is he posted that th that meme of Bill Gates, though. So, kind of, <laughs> I know. so yeah, it's kind of like um throwing a little shade at himself too. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh god! It's so the person. This is one of the greatest tweets I've ever seen. So this person sin says. Never in my life have I seen a physique like this. <laughs> yeah, something looks off a little, a little off right there. So, no, Ray, is he holding his gun in? Is that what that is? Either that or he has some ab implants plastic, from plastic surgery. E, like once you get too loose, it's not like there's no ab implants, there's no holding it in. <laughs> Just, yeah. and it, it, it looks better when you just let it go <laughs> okay you know who sent me that picture carlos sent me that picture and i used it in the in the thing oh yeah. but shout out shout out i shout out to e he lost some weight he he purchased twitter man we we on the we rolling right now man i was talking to somebody on twitter i was like um we're in the digital fifth generational civil war elon musk just bought us some territory that's what that was. So, did you see earlier? Elon Musk tweeted some article from um, was it Santa Monica Chronicle or something like that, with um, a very speculative article about about the Poly P situation. 
Hmm. My take on the, him tweeting that, number one, there's nothing illegal about him retweeting it. Number two, he never said anything in the article was true. He just said he, you know, there might be a tad bit other things going on, and he linked the article. Number three, that's Elon Musk. That's a good sign. He deleted it, unfortunately, but it's a good sign. He's saying, this is our territory now. I own this. That's the owner. That's the CEO of Twitter now. I own this. It was a reply to Hillary Clinton. He replied to Hillary. That, that part I was not aware of. I didn't know it was a reply to Hillary Clinton. Reply to Hillary. Yeah. Can like, you imagine what what kind of someone has to have balls to do that? Well, then, he, well, then, he, well, then again, like um, he did that thing with Bill Gates, though. So that tells you something right there. Yeah, man. I don't. I know a lot of people don't trust Elon, but. I like like I told you the, I told you in one of your live one of your live streams I view Elon the same way I view the Liver King where I have a love hate relationship with them like I'm, I like a lot of things he does but with this Neuralink stuff and the fact that he's also has ha ancestries into the committee that goes into the committee of three hundred that leaves a lot of question marks with me a lot of them yeah you know like, much more about that stuff yeah like. Like when I say the liver king, like I have a love hate relationship with him. Like I love, like I like that he's promoting like this healthy diet, new, very nutritious, a very like a carnivore diet. But at the same time, that guy's clearly on steroids. Like if you've seen what he, what he looks like, he's clearly on steroids. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Um, I don't trust anybody, so I'm a, I'm a fan of Elon, a supporter, but I don't trust anybody. Yeah, I I try not to trust anyone either. So like um like right before I was um 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 before you came on, I was watching a few um South Park clips like um the giant douche and turd sandwich one just to have a good laugh. Like like <laughs> <laughs> like um when you, like when I come on your show for election night um in the midterms, like oh, um yeah. we we should play like that those those clips while while we're do while we're doing it as as a joke. Yes, yes, because I'm gonna I'm probably gonna be streaming for hours, so we we'll yeah, have time. <laughs> yeah, instead of starting at like um um ten, at um eleven Eastern, try to do it at midnight Eastern, like because I get because I because I work on that day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We'll we'll hit it up. That's gonna be a big day, man. Oh yeah. So Good. many articles. So many things to discuss. So many races to look at. Yeah. Yeah. So like um um we get back to the Fetterman and Oz one. Mm -hmm. If you have to pick right now, who's gonna win? Oh, I think Oz is going to win. I mean, that's it's it, if, uh, bruh, bruh, if if Fetterman wins, I I don't know what to say, man. If Fetterman wins that race, are you serious? There's no way. Yeah, there's no. It's over. It's done. Yeah. Well, yeah. people voted for Brandon, so yeah, it's possible. But I think that one. I think that race is a wrap. It's over. You saw that clip of Chuck Schumer um, on the hot mic with Joe Biden. Yeah. It didn't help. It didn't hurt us that much. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I saw that. Like that means like, they're hurt. What that means is in political, like I've you know worked for corporations, all that in, in corporate speak, that means we're in trouble. That's what that meant. <laughs> do you think he they knew they were being filmed right there? I think so. Like because mm -hmm. if they knew they were being filmed, then they they could have just been doing it for the camera, possibly. Now, mm -hmm. if they didn't now, if they didn't know they were being filmed, like um that raises a lot of questions of the two. No, I think they knew. I think they knew. Chuck Schumer is like he's right up there close. He's not on Nancy Pelosi's level, but he's a very savvy politician. Um, I, I think he. I don't think it was a mistake. I here's what I'll think. I think they're trying to set it up to make it 
So Republicans win in a lot of these races, but maybe it's not by as much as you thought. So they're going to say, whoa, look at that. Look at that. Y'all won, but you didn't. So you got, you know, kind of like a football game. Oh, you won by a touchdown and you were supposed to win by three touchdowns. I think they're setting it up for like Oz maybe barely wins, like maybe 3% or something like that. And they're oh. like, oh, look, we almost got him. You know what I mean? Well, I'm actually, I'm actually expecting something like that. Like mm-hmm. Oz will barely win. That's just what I, my opinion on it is. Yeah, I think they're trying. I don't know if you saw the polls, not for the Oz, but in other places they had Kerry Lake up 11, depending on the poll. Oh, and yeah. I think they're trying to make an 11 is a huge margin in in Arizona. Yeah, that's a purple. That's a huge margin. So I think they're trying oh. to make it even blow well, it up more now. Well, Arizona's a red state though, so yeah, but yeah. it's it's not really a purple state. No, it's not. Yeah. 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 You yeah. you'll have to they'll have to prove it. Um so we'll see if Blake Masters cuz yeah. you know that that race is polling at least close. I yeah. think Blake's going to win, but it's close. Yeah. At least yeah. for polling. Yeah, so this is my prediction for the midterms. This is just my opinion. I I I can't back this up. This is just from what I from what I've been reading up, what it, what could happen. Mm-hmm. This, what I think's going to happen, Republicans will get a super majority in the house. That's what I believe. They will get anywhere up from up to up max anywhere from 40 to 50 seats. I'm not saying they're going to get that. I'm just saying at max that's what they're going to get. And like and they'll and they'll have a super majority. Now, in the Senate, they I think they will gain one seat maybe two maybe two but i think they will and two is max but i think they will gain just one seat though like that from everything i've been reading that's what my prediction is i think it's i think you're probably right super majority that would be pretty that'd be a huge that'd be a that would be a red tsunami if they had the super majority and now for you know if you don't follow this stuff a lot it doesn't it's not going to mean much as far as passing legislation but the house has a lot of power the House has the power of the purse, and then it, what we're what we will be talking about the day of or the the day after the election. The because some of the races we won't know about till a week, but the day after we'll know pretty much if it's going to be a red dominated House is going to be Kevin McCarthy. That's going to be that the whole month of November, December, leading up to January. You're going to hear the name Kevin McCarthy over and over and what this is going to be if you don't know the last election 2020 there was this big thing where people thought aoc Ilhan Omar, and all those were progressives basically maga but on the left but they turned out to be fake but people thought they were real so they wanted to get nancy pelosi out of there because she's corporate they didn't do it they had the power to try to force her out they didn't even try maga cannot do that that was the force to vote from jimmy Dore. MAGA cannot do that. Kevin McCarthy cannot be Speaker of the House, period. If Kevin McCarthy is Speaker of the House after the Republicans take over, that doesn't mean the end of the world, but what that means is MAGA doesn't have the influence that you think they do at this point. Yeah. Like I, like I said, I would hope that it'd be Jim Jordan that takes that spot. I, I That's what I would hope as the Speaker of the House. It's like I'm... Um, out of, in my opinion, I have in the in the right now in the in the house, I would have him and Marjorie Taylor Greene on the same. They're they're my two favorites. But now, my favorite person in 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 Washington right now, at least my favorite one is Rand Paul. But he's in the Senate though, and like in my opinion, he sh- Rand Paul should become the leader, the Republican leader in the Senate. Like we need to get McConnell out of there immediately. That and Rand Paul should be the guy to take that spot. Yep, I agree. The Senate will be a lot harder though. 
Uh, there's, the Senate has no MAGA influence after the election. We'll be seen. But still, it, to make Nancy, uh, Nancy Pelosi is a great politician. Mitch McConnell is also. He's been proven on that, period. So to move him out, Kevin McCarthy is a great politician, too. I mean, he was yeah. part of the Young Guns with Paul Ryan, and he still survived. And he, the way the way he's been able to survive is he saw the populist wave coming, so he went, okay, I'm going to pretend to be kind of with them right now. And he's not; he's a corporate dude. So, yeah. um, I, I'm not as in, I'm not as worried about Mitch because it's going to be very hard to get Mitch out of there. That's a he's a boss, but Kevin, they should be able to get out. Well, with well, the thing about Mitch McConnell, he actually would have been been out if Trump didn't endorse him. Like um, Trump endorsed him in 2020, and I think he actually regret regrets doing that. Oh, absolutely. The only yeah. I think the I, I, the reason he endorsed him was because he came he came to him and begged him for help. Like literally, got on his knees and begged him. Now I'm, I'm not I don't know if he actually did get on his knees. I'm just doing like a hypothetically like I'm pretty pretty much basically what he was doing. But like he he went there and begged him to like him to give him an endorsement. So like 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 here's a, this is a flaw with Trump. He endorses people that um, are anti-maggot and are, are against him, but he still endorses them for I don't know why. So, yeah, it's a but, it's a very that is a very big problem. The yeah. the the endorsement of uh, so you asked me earlier, Ray, what happens if Fetterman wins? Oh, it, my aunt's in the chat too. She, uh, hey, aunt. Oh, she. <laughs> What's uh, Yvette, up, Yvette? That that's my oh, aunt right good. there. Hello, hello. If if, if Fetterman wins. The first person I'm looking at is Donald Trump. And that might be the, I, 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 I'm always, I'm very, I'm, I, sometimes I go way too far, but if Fetterman beats Oz, I don't know how Trump recovers from that. I really don't. I mean, that's the guy you chose, and this, this dude literally doesn't have a functioning brain, and Oz can't beat him. Trump, that's, I don't know how you come back from that one. I really don't. Yeah. Well, this is a theory I heard about um the why he endorsed Oz because like um reason he endorsed him and not Kathy Barnett is because like Kathy Barnett would be was like um a, a, who's very political would talk circles around Fetterman. Now the thing about Oz like he's a he's um he like he, he he's a Hollywood guy like um he's very he's a famous person so that's probably why he did because he would actually have more influence too like he would have a better chance of beating Fetterman. Well, then again, he's not really that popular as people think he is, though. But he, but but a lot, he, a lot more people would know him more than Kathy Barnett, though. Yeah, well, what happened there? I heard that Trump and Oz were friends, which kind of would make sense. That's the kind of circle Trump rolled in. But it turned out that there was this group. What was it called? I forgot the name of the group. This is there's an anti-Trump group that went behind Kathy Barnett. It's a Republican anti-Trump group that kind of started funding her, so it became like a civil war on that side. Uh, for me, as a as a just a person watching, I don't care about none of y'all civil war. Kathy Barnett, I watched I watched this, and I know her very well. She was just on Tim Pool, but I watched her debates. If you doubt if you doubt Kathy Barnett, go back and watch the debates in Pennsylvania. She was by far. You the, from the start of every debate, you look at this and you're like, "Wow, who is that? Who is that person?" She was the alpha. She was like the Carrie Lake of that debate of those debates. Um, I even said 2024. I would, I would, I would rather see Carrie Lake, Kathy Barnett as a ticket than anybody else, than even DeSantis or 
or Trump. I know that sounds crazy, but I really like what I see from them. So you'll hear more from Kathy Barnett in the future for sure. Yeah, yeah. So like, I do you think she'll become like what the the Stacey Abrams of the Republican Party then? Like, um, Stacey Abrams, as you know, ran for governor in 2018, lost, mm-hmm. then ran for Congress because she's extremely popular there and and actually won. And then now she's running for um for again for in this election cycle. So do you think like Kathy Barnett will become like that? Like um, I like she'll probably run again for some office. Like maybe somewhere in Pennsylvania. Like maybe for in the House, possibly, po- maybe. And then like um maybe four years down the line she'll run either for the Senate again. Well, six years down the line I should say for the Senate again, and then like or maybe even governor of Pennsylvania. I that's a hell of a comment there, Ray. Yeah, I I think I don't think from like a because Stacey Abrams does all the the voting roles and all that kind of stuff, and that's where she's the best. She's not a good candidate. That's she. They need her doing that kind of stuff, not running for governor. But yes, I do see Kathy Barnett having that type of role with MAGA because she lost that race and it was a whack. She knew she everybody knows she was the best candidate, but she handled it very gracefully. And she never threw Trump under the bus. I'll be honest with you. If I were in her position, I might have thrown Trump under the bus, and then that would have been the end of my career, basically. Because I'm not going to lie. But she did not throw Trump under the bus. She did not She did not endorse Oz either. So when we look at these populist candidates, they don't operate like these corporate candidates. The corporate role would have been to endorse Oz, even though you know he's whack. She was like, she never dissed Oz either. She just never endorsed him either. Like when you ask her about him, she never endorses him. So she's playing the role perfectly and she's a star. So yes, I agree with, yep, she'll, I don't know where she'll be, but she will be in the future doing something. Yeah. And like when I just mentioned Stacey Abrams, like, um, do you think, who do you think is going to win the governorship between her and, and Kemp? Like, I'm, I'm curious what you, what you think. Oh, it's Brian Kemp's going to win easy. She's struggling. Uh, she can't even rally her own voters. She's really struggling with um, those who identify as black men. Um, that that race down there in Georgia is really, it's it's highlighting the struggles that the Democratic Party are are having with black men. There is a there is a big divide between people, black men and black women right now. Black men have had a a lot of not not everyone, but a lot of black men have had enough with the Democratic Party, like done, like uh, done with it and are leaving. Black women are not, not nearly as much. And her race is highlighted. They've been throwing events like to highlight black men. They even had a situation where um, the, on MSNBC, Tiffany Cross criticized black men. It's a clip I've played on my channel a couple times. She came out and said, black men, why are you cozying up with your oppressor? The ones that were not. Yeah, it's that. So she's she has no chance of winning that race at all, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I didn't. I watched the debate on Adam's channel because he was streaming that streaming mm-hmm. it. And like, um, and while he and, he and while he was streaming it, I was actually thinking like because he had the libertarian candidate there. I don't I forgot mm-hmm. what his name was. Shane Hazel and Shane Hazel. He absolutely destroyed both of them. It wasn't even close. Like, he was way much better than both of them. Way much better. Shane, if you don't know who we're talking about, Google Shane, S-H-A-N-E, Hazel, H-A-Z-E-L. He, Ray, he absolutely 
annihilated both of them. One of the best libertarian showings of this election season. Comic Dave Smith was giving them credit. Everybody was. I did a video on it. Uh, outstanding. We need libertarians in every single debate like that. Yeah. Well, my 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 only concern with that, you're it's like um, it's like the Teddy Roosevelt analogy. Like Teddy Roosevelt was the reason we got Woodrow Wilson as a as the president and nearly destroyed the country. So, because like um, he took votes away from um William Howard Taft, and that allowed w Woodrow Wilson to win that election. So, like 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 I'm I'm glad there's there's more than just the Republican and Democratic Party. But then at the same time, it, you're taking votes away. Like you're 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 giving them the, the bigger opportunity to to um win. That yeah, the Democrat. It, it that is a legit concern. For those of you, I, I fully understand where you're concerned about the Libertarian Party taking votes away from the Republican. But for me, it depends on the race. If you look at Arizona. And Comic Dave Smith, who I think is the leader of the libertarian movement right now, talked about this. You look at the race in Arizona, Blake Masters versus Mark Kelly. Comic Dave Smith was like, there's no need for a libertarian in that race. Not that Blake Masters is perfect, but we're not trying to sabotage people. So know this. if you have The libertarian party is not trying to sabotage people if they're good enough candidates. Why they went over there and they're trying to get into that Georgia race they're not sold on Brian Kemp, and neither am I. I know a lot of people like him. I think he's complete trash. You saw how he turned on Don Dada. I don't like him. I don't. I don't like Kemp oh, either. Yeah. So, so there are people who I chat with, like they pray, they love Kemp, and I understand why. He's a good politician, like a good corporate politician. But after what happened the last cycle, I uh, I, I despise him, and the Libertarian Party sees it too. And that's why they're going to that race. They're not trying to sabotage MAGA. You do not need to fight the Libertarian Party. They don't want to sabotage Marjor Marjorie Taylor Greene and good candidates. Like um, like he, I, I see what Metalopoulos is saying right there. Like um, I, I'm not saying I would support him either way. I would still vote for Kemp. I'm just saying he destroyed destroyed them both in that debate. I would still vote for Kemp over that. So. Like um, I I like you said I'm pro life. I will not support. I, I agree with you right there completely. Um, metalopoly. I completely agree with that comment. I'm just saying in that debate, um, he destroyed them both. In my view. Yep. And just to be clear, libertarians are not. I I, I hate generalizing, but the the people libertarians are not pro. Am I reading that right? That metalopoly. Shout out to metalopoly. Uh, thanks for stopping through. Um. Is he saying that the libertarians are pro gender stuff? You know, um, that that guy actually, I believe so. So, so libertarians, I, so liber yeah, that's, yeah, there's, a, yeah. there's a big debate right now on abortion and the gender ideology with libertarians. Yeah. And here's my I, I don't want to speak for anybody. Here's my take on it: is I the I I look at the relationship between a parent, their child, and their doctor. I don't have anything to do with that. That's my take on it. The compromise is wait till the child's 18 or older. So I, I think I think libertarians align on um, the gender ideology stuff. As far as abortion goes, you have to go by libertarians, you know, each one. But um, for me, I do the same thing. I'm pro-life personally, but as far as like legislatively, then it's it's between the mother, their family you know their choice and their doctor but um yeah 
me and you had multiple conversations on yeah. this. Yeah. 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 Like, like I'm like Metalopoly. I completely agree with you right here. That's why I said, I don't think it's a good idea to have a third candidate run because we have the Teddy Roosevelt analogy. He's the reason we got Woodrow Wilson. Like I'm I, like, I would prefer in my in the in the world that I would prefer we would have no political parties whatsoever. That's mm-hmm. what I want because that it just does nothing but divides us. Like George Washington said, we should not be doing that kind of stuff. We're just d- d- dividing us even more. So what I think I'm like I'm what it should be have the two be- get rid of political parties as a whole and have the two best candidates that the people want coming forth. Like yeah, we have here- one we have one constitutional um 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 every all across the board. That's what I believe it should be. Yep. It's a great it's a great topic of discussion and let me add this for Metalopoly. I'm in a different place right now. I, I don't I honestly don't care who wins, Brian Kemp or Stacey Abrams. I know that's not a popular opinion, but to me trash is trash. The days that I go into uh, I'm not in Georgia, but the days that I support someone because they're the lesser of two evils are done. I'm out. So what the libertarians have to do is they do have to sabotage a race like that. And again, not Blake Masters, not J.D. Vance, not Marjorie Taylor Greene. In a race where you've got two whack corporate co- politicians, libertarians have to come in. They do have to sabotage those races. You do have to lose and get a Democrat in there. Why? So libertarians can come to the table and say, you do that nonsense again. You put a Dr. Oz. There, where's the libertarian in the Dr. Oz situation you put whack candidates in front of us like dr oz brian kemp we will wreck you so next time put somebody quality like carrie lake and we're, we won't even bother you do you notice libertarians are trying to attack they're not trying to split the vote for carrie lake they're trying to split the vote for brian kemp because he's whack so that's my take on it we got to take some sacrifices for the libertarian party to get leverage to come to the table and say to the gop who are you guys going to go with? Oh, if you go with Brian Kemp, you're going to get wrecked. If you go with Kathy Barnett, oh, we like her. We won't get involved. Yeah, like I, 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 I I'm not a fan of either Kemp or Abrams at all. Like I'm, like the Shane Hazel guy. I, I didn't, I didn't even know who this guy was, but even before this I, debate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but like I said, I, 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 I would rather. I don't think he should be running. Like in my opinion, we should have only two candidates as a whole. Like I, in my world, we would not have any political parties. So what you, what I what we need to, with the system we have right now, we should have just one Republican and one Democrat. That's just my view, and go head to head. But like, but until until we get to the the world that I w- I would want, where there's no political parties, we just have to deal with what we have right now. Yep, yep, I agree. But what do you think about that? Basically, the Libertarian Party trying to get leverage. So right now, the GOP is not going to negotiate with the Libertarian Party on who they're going to run for uh, any any kind of federal office or governor. What do you think about my idea of Libertarians picking the races to spoil and then having the GOP kind of have to negotiate with them potentially down the road? Well, I think um, and Metalopoly agrees with me on this. I think the Libertarian Party as a whole is a joke, in my opinion. It's like it's like it's like the stepchild, like you know, that's the stepchild that no one cares about. That always that lives in the bait in the mother's basement. That's the way I view it. So, like literally, that's savage, right? That's literally what I I I, I feel like the Libertarian Party is. And Metalopoly completely agrees with me on that. So, yeah, sometimes I got to get him on my show to have a conversation more about that kind of stuff. But like, but like. 
as you know, the Libertarian Party has no power whatsoever. But 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 but, but like um, like the, with the Teddy Roosevelt situation, if like you get like and with the Georgia thing, you get you put all three candidates right there. Like you're just going to start wrecking. Like you're going to have a stronger possibility of getting like a, a Woodrow Wilson or like a Stacey Abrams or like um, a Fetterman or someone else or an AOC or whoever you want. Like, um, can you imagine like right now with the Carrie Lake thing right here? And who was it? Is it Hobbs who her opponent is? I Katie believe. Hobbs. Yep. Can you imagine if he had like um, a, a third party candidate right there getting involved right there? Can you imagine? And if he took votes away from from Kerry Lake and Hobbs was actually able to win that election, like like if that happened, how would you feel um, being a libertarian yourself and you being a huge fan of Kerry Lake? Would, would that would that change your perception of having a third candidate right there as a whole, or do you think it would, would it be still be a good idea? I fully support anybody trying to, whether I agree with them or not. I fully support anybody trying to get political power, but. For carry, so to me, the only thing I have allegiance to are my principles. So, if the Libertarian Party has a better candidate than Kerry Lake, then I would go with the Libertarian Party. But Kerry Lake is a special candidate, they, there's nobody like that's not happening. So, the reason why I'm for Shane Hazel is that race is I don't like Brian Kemp. I don't do people forget maybe I, I need to do another video on Brian Kemp. He, I can't, we can't talk about it here maybe on a Rumble video, Brian Kemp was very, very bad for our process. And I will never forget that. Remember Trump and Kemp used to be cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that fell apart. Uh, so, yes, Brian Kemp can get wrecked, period. I would rather, uh, I would be perfectly fine for, with Stacey Abrams winning if that meant the GOP had to negotiate with the Libertarian Party, like, okay, you guys have a lot of power here. We're going to try and run Brian Kemp again. And the Libertarian Party says, no, you're not. Or you can, but we're going to wreck it. So I, for Kerry Lake, the Libertarian Party would be stupid to me to run against Kerry Lake because Kerry Lake will wreck anybody. So you can try, but I wouldn't be for it. No, because the, Kerry Lake's a better candidate. Blake Masters went on with Ron Paul. Blake Masters is basically a libertarian <laughs> candidate. In my aunt is hilarious. My aunt is That's hilarious. I don't, you, Yvette, I, think I don't blame you, you. You would like to, I think you would love to have a conversation with her and my mom. Yeah. They're like, they're very like, um, we should have do a it. lot of, like, we should, yeah. let's schedule it and do it. That'd be dope, man. But oh yeah, I, Yvette, I don't blame you. At yeah. this point, I I would vote for Elmo over Fetterman. I guarantee you. That. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the um uh what's the Muppet that lives in the trash can again? Um, something the grudge, Oscar, uh, Oscar. Like, would you vote for him over over Fetterman? I would vote us? for it. I would yes. I would vote for Miss Piggy and all of them Kermit <laughs> the Frog. <laughs> all of them over Oz over Kemp too, and <laughs> and Abrams. <laughs> like, yeah. Can you imagine if like you if can you imagine like um you had like him right here you had um um Fetterman to, um on the stage and then across the stage you had the Cookie Monster just trying to debate him. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should do a mashup. What's the comedian that you do? The you sent me the links from. He's great. Was it Jay? What's his name? JP I forgot. His name. Yeah, JP and also Brent Pella. Yeah, he should do a like a a mashup with like. Cookie Monster debating Fetterman. That would be funny. Maybe I'll try to do that. Shoot. <laughs> and speaking of JP, did you see that funny video he made? Um, like um, 
a little bit ago. We're talking about a person that waking up from a coma in 2003 who got oh. who had a, a coma in 2003 and waking up in 2022. I think. Did you send me that one? No, I didn't send you. Oh it. no, okay, I didn't see that. I then, only saw the ones you sent. I did not see that. Pull it. it you want to pull it up? Oh yeah, you are gonna literally laugh your you know what off right here. <laughs> Let me he go is, find it. He is great, man. JP. Humor, JP. while you're pulling that up, humor as a weapon is we are in the mean wars Wrong. right now. Find it. JP. Oh shoot, he has another channel, doesn't he? I think um, he he, he does a lot of reaction. He had Tim Kennedy on his show too. Okay. Uh, okay, well, that's Jay, a different oh, channel. Oh yeah, this is the wrong one. My mistake. yeah, yeah, uh, that's a dope channel though. That uh, that's a good idea to just have a React channel. Like this, like this guy is hilarious. Like, let me find it right here. Yeah. Did you see the Fauci one I sent you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did see that. That was good. Oh my god! Like uh, the Biden interview. That one was hilarious. Um, where is this one? Right here. Waking up from a coma in 2022. Let's see this. This is one of my all-time favorite videos he's done, like because of how funny it is. Now, right yeah. here. Hey, you're awake. I thought you'd never wake up. Oh my gosh, how long was I out for? Like 19 years. Welcome to 2022. What happened? Well, it turns out that trying to shoot fireworks out from under your hat while on paper is a good idea. In reality, it turns out most of them it, just stay under your hat. That was kind of stupid of me. Yeah, but it was really beautiful. A spectacular red, white, and blue display. Then we started realizing the red was your blood splattering. Still beautiful, but kind of killed the vibe. And almost you. Man, it's a miracle to still be alive. I'm so grateful for being awake. Pro, I wish you weren't. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, it's great <laughs> that you're awake finally, because now you can start living life in this beautiful world of ours. Yeah, about that. What's the world like? like are there flying cars, unified world peace? Uh, yeah, um, same old world, uh, not any major changes, just subtle differences, things you'd probably never notice. Ah, uh, yeah, it does sound kind of boring. Well, but at least after 9-11, did our country keep getting more united? Yeah, <laughs> uh, kind of. What do you mean? Well, do you remember in history class learning about the Civil War? Yeah. Well, there's one happening now. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like we're united over that so like in our country there's opposing armies killing each other on battlefields no not yet right now the civil war is being fought at the psychological level but i'm hoping it progresses to the physical why would you hope that yeah i just think it'd be really interesting one side is very pro-gun the other side is very anti-gun i don't think they really thought through their whole strategy <laughs> on that that would be kind of cool to see what else is different i mean not much. It's hard to really think of anything. Oh, men can get pregnant now. Really? Not really, but you kind of just got to go along with it. How come? Well, you know how when you and I were kids, we'd go off into imagination land while we played, but then we'd come back and let reality guide how we live? Yeah. Well, that's reversed now. That's weird. Yeah, but... Just act like it's not. Why do I have to act like it's not? Because if you don't, people with blue hair will get 
really mad at you. People have blue hair now? Yep. Does it look good? Mm -mm. Okay. What else is different? Well, you know how as a collective, we learned about the horrors of communism and outgrew it as we evolved? Yeah, of course. Well, unfortunately, it's still around. Oh my gosh. I feel sorry for those countries. The oppression they must be. It's here. Here in the U.S.? Yeah. But they switched the name of it to progressivism so people wouldn't recognize it. People are dumb enough to fall for that? Exactly. Well, if there's communism, we still have the Constitution, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do um, on paper, certainly. But it turns out that that's just paperwork. Freedom of speech? How could they get rid of freedom of speech? Yeah, it was a clever process based on stupidity where the things they were doing to take it away, they were telling people they were doing those things to protect freedom of speech. Like it turns out censorship does not protect freedom of speech after all. I just don't believe people would be dumb enough to fall for that. Did I mention people have blue hair now? Yeah. Sit with that. But yeah, they've obliterated the whole Constitution, and they even overturned Roe versus Wade. But that was never in the Constitution. Seems like the world's actually changed a lot. Yeah, but you barely notice it when it happens inch by inch. You acclimate along the way. I mean, you'll really notice it. You just woke up. I wouldn't want to be you. But for the rest of us, we just get used to it along the way. Kind of like a frog sitting in a pot of water being heated up towards a boil. But what happens to the frog once the water is boiling? We're told it'll really be protected then. Man, it is so good to have you back. Yeah, I'm grateful to be awake now. But... On the brighter side, there's got to be like some amazing advancements from some of the brightest minds on Earth. Like, have they cured AIDS yet? Now they're causing it. How are they doing that? Well, you remember how we used to have freedom of speech, but don't now? Yeah. So I can't really talk about it here. Okay. Oh, M&Ms are still around. That's good news. They are such a delicious candy. Well, that's good. Yeah, except now M&Ms are about diversity and inclusion, which means I think they're against men and straight white people, such as yourself. But it's just candy. How does that even make any sense? Yeah, making sense isn't really something we worry about doing anymore. Oh, and racism's a thing again. They allow racism? They encourage it. So they want you to be racist against black people? No, white people. It's the exact same thing, but in reverse. <laughs> so black people are now racist against white people? No, not really. It's mostly white people racist against other white people. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> You're getting it. Okay. Wait. Wait for what? I'm right here. Is Lisa still waiting for me? No, not at all. She was really committed to staying by your side. But when things started looking bleak about you ever, well, not just laying there pissing yourself, she left <laughs> you for someone else. What? Yeah. Unbelievable. She wouldn't stay with you through hard times. I don't think a girl like that's capable of actual love. But she married the guy, and they've got a couple kids now. I don't know how to process this. Ugh. Who's the guy? Me. <laughs> uh, I mean, what? 
and you guys have kids together? Yeah. You would do that behind my back? I wouldn't do that to you, bro. We can see the kids right there next to you. You seemed really... <laughs> but, <laughs> oh. How long was it after I went under that you guys got together? It was a while. How long? So you went into your little coma vacation on July 4th, 2003. So we then got together like three months before that. That doesn't add up. Oh, <laughs> math is racist now. Dude, this whole thing is horrible. <laughs> Who's the president now? Have you ever heard of a guy named Joe Biden? No, never heard of him. So he'd been a senator for like 150 years. And then... Oh, yeah. Wasn't he the guy that tried to run for president like back in the 80s? And he lied about his academic achievements and college degrees and then got caught plagiarizing a speech and finished like 37th in the polls? <laughs> right. He's the president. We, now? Yeah. Yeah, sure is. Huh. Well, and how did the Civil War start? Well, before you went into the coma, did you ever watch The Apprentice? Yeah, this is a pretty good show. Well, he became the president. Huh? But the New World Order that's trying to enslave humanity what? couldn't control him. So they made up aggressive lies about him to convince almost half the country to hate him. Made up lies about him? But didn't journalists expose their lies so people could see the truth? There's no more journalism. So, like, the news isn't a thing anymore? Oh, the news is still a thing. Well, you said they got almost half the country to hate him. What about the other side? Did they reelect him? Uh, kinda. What do you mean? Can't really talk about it because of the whole... Freedom of speech isn't a thing anymore. Got it. Right. Damn. Whatever. Well, on the positive side, I'm hungry. I haven't tasted actual food in a while. I would love to eat. Would you like to hear about food shortages? <laughs> hey there, my freedom-loving oh, friend. God. If you haven't heard, I started an all-new YouTube channel. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones he's done. That oh, was crazy, okay. man. Another one of my favorites is um when he talked about um like when liberals become conservatives like um it was about it's basically the entire video about a, a a liberal yoga student becoming a conservative like um oh my god it was hilarious so yeah. it's just yeah. it's just so much more powerful when you can do it in a humorous way oh yeah 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 that that, that is incredibly funny right there like uh oh one second. Yeah, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah I hear can hear. I can hear. That's my own mom. My, that's my mama, Osiris. Oh, what's up? How you Hi. doing? Yeah, yeah. Basically, I told Osiris that you actually would like to have, that that you would actually get along with him right here in a good conversation wide because because uh -oh. like I get my debating skills from you. You should do. I was debate in high school, so yes, you do. Yeah. Oh wow, you did debate back in the day? I did. Yeah, that's I would you know, if I were if I were, you know, knew everything I knew now and went back to high school, I would definitely be in debate. Never yeah. did it though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> like my brother also, he's a debater too. So yeah. Oh, he sure is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, we were all, we basically what we were talking about. We were talking. We were talking about. We were talking about that video right there. Like how funny it is. Like I'm waking up in a coma from 2003, and right now, like um, the world is, would be completely different. So yeah. What me and Aunt Vet were laughing, but <laughs> she didn't come on. But hey, 
Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but yeah, like, um, we, like, um, I, like you, like from when I was, like you said, you're pretty much like an independent mom, mom. So you, you, oh. your, your, your opinions, like, um, probably align more with Osiris than they do with me. I don't know, but, but I'm an independent, proud independent. Yeah. I don't choose either side. So each individual. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Oh, you can go with Cyrus. Well, I was going to say, I think we all need to have that independent spirit at heart, even if you call yourself whatever. <laughs> so you judge each person individually because what's going to happen is, like, for example, MAGA's kind of getting power right now. You're going to have people who are fake MAGA come out, and you have to be independent. You can't be t attached to someone just because they portray themselves to be this or that. So, uh, yeah, I feel that. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. And basically, MAGA itself has become its own political party as itself, different, separate from the Republican Party. So, like, you can say you're MAGA or you're Republican, but they mean mm -hmm. two very different things. MAGA means populism and um and like Republican means like old school traditionalism. Well, maybe not necessarily traditionalism, but like more like um m more like a moderate old type of old school, but a little bit of it mixed together. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Like um like and, ba and, ba and basically like um like um we were talking we were also talking about the midterms coming up. Basically like um who do you who do we think is going to be is be, who's going to get the majority in like um the midterms between Republicans and Democrats. And basically like we pretty much Osiris and I agree right now is that Republicans will pretty much get a major like major um um shift in like the, in the house they will get a majority but in but in like the Senate they'll get like just barely get the majority. I think I you're probably right about there. It's usually you're probably right. Republican is probably going to overtake that yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can yeah, go. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think what's happened is Democrats have become so, um, I think, radical or wackadoo or weird. Like they've become so weird that it's it's simple. All you have to do to to kind of outshine them is say. I believe this, which is very simple. Like, I believe we shouldn't just give Ukraine money without any oversight. And then all of a sudden, you stand out. I don't know what the next play is for Democrats because a lot of their positions, they can't. They're not going back on the Ukraine. They're not going back on race. They're not going back on gender. So I don't know what their future is. I'm not sure either. Yeah. And, and everyone in that side believes the same thing. It's just inorganic. It's not possible for every single person in the party to agree on every single issue. They barely disagree. You got a couple people like Tim Ryan might disagree and stuff every once in a while, but you see much more diversity outside of the Democrat Party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ba so, ba so basically, like um, overall, we pre we overall, if you look at the core issues. Republicans and Democrats agree on most things. The thing is, we're coming at it from completely different angles and have completely different um, 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 ways to get to get to it. Different. We have the same end goal, though. Mm. Pro yes and no, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, oh, you can go with Cyrus. Well, I think I think the problem with the, the Democrats is their end goal is always to support them. That's what J6 that's what J6 was about for, for the the aftermath the aftermath of J6 was about 
Democrats making sure that means I'm really meaning Democrats and corporate Republicans making sure that you understand they are the ones to be concerned about, not the country, not the citizens, not where we're heading, them, their safety, their beliefs, their goals. Um, everything funnels back to them. It's not parents. Parents shouldn't have control. They should have control. What about voting? Voting should be a federalized thing, not up to the states. Hillary Clinton just came out with that video where she was like, ooh, the state legislators might decide something about their own process. Um, so it's everything funnels to their power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, like um, that video of Hillary, that was actually kind of creepy too. Like, like it's, if, if you wash her eyes, she was literally wa um, reading a projector. Yep. Yep. She got the makeup on full production. And um, again, very scary. She's already talking about 2024. She's yes. already, you know, done. She's already talked about 2020. And she's she's really showing the um, focus again. What is the What was the purpose of that video to maintain power? That's all what that's all their videos are about is like, how do we maintain? That's what they mean by saving democracy. It's how do we maintain power over this populist movement? Um, unfortunately, in Brazil, um, we saw that uh, Bolsonaro lost today. Um, so that's what they want. They want populist right people losing. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying to like scare um, people who are populist into into submission, pretty much. That's their end goal, right there. Exactly. That's what the aftermath of the the Paul Pelosi stuff is so far. It's trying to scare you. Oh, this guy, this guy watched Glenn Beck. Have you guys ever watched Glenn Beck? <laughs> Glenn Beck is not radicalizing anybody to do anything. You ever watch Tim Pool? The only thing Tim Pool's gonna radicalize you to do is buy a loaf of Wonder Bread. He's milk toast. <laughs> He's not some type of, you know, you know, radical nut job. But they they still try to portray it that way. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, but but like um. But, but like me and Osiris, me and you were talking about like um how did this Pelosi thing even happen? Whether it was just a joke or something, like um who knows? And I I don't know. Like um, but some there's there has to be something going on pretty much be, behind the scenes with this. There has to be. I yeah. thought it was a joke at first with that. I really did. I didn't think that was real. <laughs> yeah, the the part that I didn't think was real at first was the part where the underwear stuff. Like I thought that was I, no, I, I, no all seriously I thought it was a joke. I I retweeted when somebody talked about the underwear thing. I retweeted it and I thought they were joking. And then I was like, wait a second, is this real? Man, I can't tell satire from reality anymore. <coughs> like it, it truly doesn't make any sense at the end of the day when you look at it. Like um, like so like so like. I, you hear two different stories that like he walked onto the property naked. Oh, he didn't, he didn't strip naked till he was inside, which makes no sense whatsoever. Like, um, like if this, it, like, if this is like, if it's, I mean, it's real that he got that Paul Pelosi got his head, his skull smashed. That's, well, yeah. that's been proven. But like, um, what, like it, it, it's, it's too suspicious. Like, because like this doesn't happen just naturally. Like it, it'll, it, the fact, just it the fact that this, yeah, it doesn't make let any me, sense. Yeah. Let me ask you, um, your mom here. Do you think do you think this is an important story or is it just like tabloid type stuff? Tabloid. They just want to stay in the media. And I don't think it's there's no way it's real. It's just tabloid stuff. I think they just want to stay in and keep their name in and since it's Pelosi, you know, that's just what they want. They don't 
I think it could just be on, like, in the grocery store, them tabloid things. It could be on that. It's not that serious. I don't think it is. Sure, he got hurt. Okay, that's sad. Oh, but it's not that serious. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But at the end, but at the end of the day, like all the, what the, they're going to, the Democrats are going to use this uh, as a ploy into the midterms. We, that's per, something mm-hmm. pretty obvious. Whether or not, it, whether or not, um, like they, this was planned or or just an accident. This is going to, they're going to use this as like saying like this dude was inspired by Republicans or people on the right. So we need, so what we need to do is we need to elect get Democrats um um elected so we can put an end to this. That's what they're trying to use this for. You think? Yep, that's what I believe mm-hmm. it, what it is. Well, they're trying to do that now. Yeah, they're they're definitely trying to do that now for sure. I don't know if you saw that uh, interview. Uh, I forget who it was. The head of the NRCC was on with uh, Face the Nation, and the the uh, host of Face the Face the Nation literally said to the head of the N- NRCC that you should pull any ad that mentions Nancy Pelosi off the air. She's I never- basically. You saw? Did you see? Did you see that? Yep, that happened today. Uh, I saw it on the clip. I was on Twitter, but it was on Face the Nation on CBS. Unbelievable stuff. As if the ad. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't hear about this right until just now. Actually, this is news to me. I'll send you. I'll send you the clip real quick. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you can. Yeah. If you haven't seen this, it's. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say when I watch this. This is supposed to be a journalist, and I'll tell you. Let me send the clip to you in the private chat here. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll play it right it's here. Off Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got to see this. If you're in the chat, you got to see this. This is unbelievable stuff. One second. I'm pulling this up right here. Oh, wait, come on. One second. I'm pulling it up. Yep. This, on. Okay. Oh, I think she. I think she. I think she left right there. Okay. 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 I. I well, she. Well, it's late at night so, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. Appreciate her stopping through. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, she. She has a pretty interesting perspective. Like I get a lot of my de- debating skills from her. So yeah. 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 Well. The, well. Again, sometimes we can maybe set like a full-on interview with her. So yeah. For sure. Yeah. Just hang out. You know. Come in. Come out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But right here it is, right here. I got it. Is it? Okay, yeah. I never saw anyone after Steve Scalise was shot by a Bernie Sanders supporter trying to equate. Oh, she's back in. Okay, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. You're back in, right? Yep, thanks. Let's start, yeah, start it over. Right here. Mm Mm-hmm. I never saw anyone after Steve Scalise was shot by a I'm Bernie Sanders right supporter now, trying to equate, equate Democrat now. rhetoric with those actions. Please don't do that. that no, OK, looking at your candidates, Republican candidates have spent more than 116 million on ads that mention Speaker Pelosi by name in this cycle. If this is about the issues, why should you make it about the issues? Why not depersonalize it? It is absolutely about the issues. It's about the fact that we have double-digit inflation, don't exploding, think- exploding cost of living. We've got a crime wave across this country that is In the direct moment, result. In this we are eight days result. out. Don't you think this needs to change? Why not Again. pull some of these ads? Why not just delete your well, tweet? I'm sure, I'm sure people like to talk about anything but what the Democrats have done to this country, which, quite frankly, is exploding cost of living, a crime wave in our major cities that is the result of this defund the police nonsense 
nonsense and cashless bail. I mean, you look at New York City, where you put someone in jail at 9 p.m. for uh, assaulting someone on the street, and they're back out on the street at 9 a.m. committing crimes again. You look at my uh, uh, state of Minnesota. Minneapolis it's has 6,000 assaults since the beginning of the year, Margaret. Mm -hmm. Those are the issues that are top of mind for every voter in this country. Yeah. That's why they're going to show up in on the uh, on November 8th, and mm -hmm. that's why Republicans are going to win in the midterms. That's what our projections are showing. But I would suggest more pink slips, fewer weapons in our ads in this environment. Sir, thank you for joining us. Face Nation. Stay with us. Yeah. Wow, so they were. Well, so they're asking asking them to stop um, attacking the people that are on their side, really. So she is yeah. speaker. She is the most powerful lawmaker in our country. Mm hmm. And they on national television, she's not, this is not an interview. This is activism from mm -hmm. her. This is Margaret Brenner. She's not asking it like when you ask a question, like you really want to know an answer. She's asking it as like, why don't you do it? You should do that. Pull the ads with Nancy Pelosi's name in it. Do you know how crazy that is? That's a signal to social media. Maybe you should derank maybe you should ban users who even criticize nancy pelosi isn't that the next logical step if you believe they should pull ads against nancy pelosi yeah yeah can you imagine can you imagine if, if you if you reverse if you reverse the roles and, and, and you had tucker carlson saying they should take down all ads that are that are attacking that have donald trump in them it, it's mm. the same sense like like can you imagine how much tucker would have been attacked for that can you just imagine Yep, they would have destroyed him for that. And then notice Rightfully when he so. started Yeah, when he started talking about um inflation, crime wave, she interrupted because she knew that they don't want to talk about. It. She's acting as a democratic oper operative. The also th the bigger thing too for me is they have all that energy about political ads criticizing Nancy Pelosi, the number one legislator on policy. Well, where is the energy to find the truth be behind what happened with Paul Pelosi? She has more energy about them pulling their ads than we do getting to the truth of the whole situation. We don't know anything that's really happened there. We're getting all kinds of crazy stories and nobody's answered questions yet. You, you just look at where somebody's energy is and it tells you everything. And I just didn't notice till this ne until right now. But you have that um Eric July um I I some I some issue next to you. I didn't notice that till just now. Oh yeah yeah. I just wanted to do a little you know a little try something out to freshen <laughs> it up. But yeah yep love it. That's uh, if you don't know Eric July, one of my favorite YouTubers, a libertarian, um, anarcho capitalist. Uh, he created his own comic book, sold three point six million wow dollars worth. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and it's a great book. My kids and I—we've read it multiple times. Um, love it. They got a couple posters, and I just like supporting uh, independent work, good work. And um, uh, he's a great dude. I think from you know just watching him. Uh, so yeah, Isom, go holla at Eric July if you want a, a copy. Yeah. <laughs> How long has it been out for? Um, I've had it for about a month now. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Independent. Yeah, uh, he did it on his website. It's called the Ripaverse, R-I-P-P-A, you know, verse, V-E-R-S-E. Uh, check it out. I love yeah. supporting independent, you know, and small businesses and stuff like that. So I absolutely yeah. will check that out. Check yeah. this out. With Eric July, PayPal started playing games with his money. He had about $1.2, I think, million dollars worth of his sales through PayPal. 
-hmm. PayPal said, we're not going to give you that money <laughs> until you fulfill the deliveries. That was not a part of their terms of service or agreement or anything like that. So yeah. it's it's scary out here. And you uh, we we talked about this about the PayPal. Um, they were going to charge a fee for people for misinformation or whatever hateful content. Remember that, Ray? Yep, like two two thousand five hundred dollars for what they deem to be misinformation by their sole discretion for each each infraction, and what, what? that's. Yep. Now, I, I heard they brought it back, but I don't know about that. So a lot of people they started did. canceling PayPal. For me, in my opinion, it's to stop stuff like this. They got a guy who is now selling more comics in, the, you know, in this small little genre than Marvel comic books. They don't sell a lot of Marvel legal? comic books. Is that legal for PayPal to do that? Um, well, who knows? <laughs> Nobody's stopping them at this seem, point. That doesn't seem legal. I mean, I know. Of course not, but it doesn't seem it should be legal. <laughs> I don't so, even know what's legal. Look what happened to, I don't even know we can say his name on here, you, you know, AJ. What happened to AJ? Uh, they trying to take, <laughs> what, two, two point something trillion last I heard is what the yeah, rumor was? Yep. One Alex billion? Jones. I mean, come on, man. A Alex Jones. Like, and, and, he, and all he did was just cover the story. He didn't make, he, he wasn't the first one to, to raise questions. Now, he was, he was wrong about, he was wrong. He, we all know that, but Did, like, but are what, you uh, do you know about I, I was hard for me to find like the exact clips that he did you I don't want to go too much in depth I'm just curious about you Ray because I know you know him well do you know what clips they're talking about was he actually like off base in what he was doing like um was he actually like um intentionally sending people to people's houses or no 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 like, I know he didn't do that but when, no, like he when didn't. he talked about the incident I don't want to get too much into it but because you know it like when he talked mm -hmm. about it he barely talked about it that I know of but yeah. Was he and really uh, off on that? He was off. Like, um, he, okay. what he was what he was doing was he was raising questions, like, um, because there were some anomalies but wait, with it. But, but, um, wait, but wait, it, we can't we can't raise questions though. Like, did he yeah. make definitive statements? I don't. I'm, I honestly don't know. I couldn't yeah. find the clip. At first, at first, he when he he was just covering it, and yes, like, um, at, there is video of him saying that it was fake. There is video mm. of him. There is. I've seen those, but he's apologized since then. And, but that's an opinion, like, anyways. I don't say yeah. you should be fined for your opinion. Yeah. I guess yeah. I don't. I don't get that. Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, but they're not going after the people that um that actually started see, the rumors, though. See, of course, see, they're going after. They know they're going after the money. That's what they're doing. Now you see how dangerous that is, though, because now the story that they've told about Paulie P, I don't believe it. So now, can I get sued? Who knows? Because I don't. I'm not saying anything's fake. So that I think that you gotta be careful. <laughs> I'm saying that I don't believe it. Can I even have that opinion anymore? Who knows? Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, is your mic? Is your mic? Is your mic okay? It might be an internet connection more yeah. than mic. Okay. Yeah, we'll wait to see. We'll see if she gets that um sorted out there in a second. But yeah, you know what I wanted to do, Ray? Before you, I wanted to at some point try to do call-in stuff, but you know oh, it's dangerous because you don't know who's going to call in or video in. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Actually, you don't want. You're against it. You know, maybe I, maybe on Rumble though. Even with that, I would say no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the risk is just too great. I might take the risk because I saw Eliza Schaefer was did it once. And he said yeah. his rule is you have to be on video. 
And I was like, I'm trying. I, I, my rule is I don't care if you call in or not, but I might try it on Rumble, though. Who know? Who knows? Like, um, the person you call might be actually trying to actually show footage of like um, a, a Reddit 50-50. Yep, you're right. So what would happen oh, if they did that? Your mic went out. Yeah, they'll pull your channel. You could lose your channel. Um, so the danger of doing a live call-in is that if somebody wants to sabotage your channel, they could say whatever they want to say. Or even if they don't want to sabotage it, they could say the wrong thing. You'll get a strike. If it's bad enough, they could just pull your channel, everything, wipe it right away. That's what happened to Ricardo Law. Yeah. Yeah. And I still have that strike on my channel from when I had you, Carlos, and Sal on for no re And none of us um, um, violated any rules. Chris, I thought so you, you said I was going off. No, we, I had another one that got, that happened like a, about a, was it almost two months ago, was it, Osiris? Yeah. Like, almost two months ago, I had another strike. So, yeah, I knew so, that you told me that, but I thought it was I thought it was off or something like that. Yeah. Oh, Maybe. I forget. I, that was a different one. It takes what oh. is it ninety days? Ninety yes. days, right? Oh. So, Chris, you don't know how heated I am about that, Christy. For these big companies to be able to accuse you, they accused you and who and me or whoever. We don't even know who. We were all on the live. They accuse you of what? Bullying and harassment. Yep. yep. For for this is from Google. One of the biggest, most powerful country companies in the world to be able to accuse little old you, me, and not even give us the quote, not even give us the timestamp. That, yeah, that, that has to I'm stop like, immediately. That, I mean, he, My son is not a bullier ever. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure you're not either. And the other people, I'm sure nobody is. But my child is not. And I mean, that was shocking. We told them, like, really? I'm like, what was said? Because I don't know the rules and stuff, how it works. But he said they never told him. I'm like, there's no appeal process. How do you protect well, yourself then? Well, there is a, an appeal process, but like, um, literally within 24 hours, it got rejected. And well, actually, with this one, actually within just an hour or two, it got rejected. I don't see so, how you, how can you protect the, and, and, yourself. And the video was four hours long, so they didn't even watch the the entire video. I've, that's why I was like, how can you protect yourself? That's so unfair. You can't even say, well, maybe it's misconstrued as this. Or that that's not fair yep. yeah so you, they give you the strike you can't communicate to your community to say hey i'm off for a week you they you can't do any posts or anything like that and then they don't tell you what where they just give you hey it's bullying harassment and you're like okay it's a four-hour live where was it they don't even give you a timestamp. then you appeal it yeah, then you appeal it, and like Ray said, it's a four-hour live or whatever, and then within an hour, they deny the appeal. And then they label you as a harasser and a bullier. That has to stop immediately, and I think when, when MAGA takes over, MAGA's not doing focusing on the right things. That right there has to stop immediately. It's more important than impeaching Biden or any of that nonsense. You can't have a big company labeling people as bulliers and harassers without even telling them what they did. Yeah, and it, to me, that in itself is bullying. Then, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah, yeah, based, exactly, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and and plus, like they, and plus, YouTube, they have this very, very vague rule called borderline content, which means like you don't actually break the rules, but you kind of get close. So we're just going to give you a strike for that without even wow. breaking any rules. Yep, they literally have videos talking about this where they say we have borderline content and even if you come too close to breaking the rules, we can still do whatever we want to you. Can you imagine that? Yeah. No, you that's, imagine? that's not fair. Yeah. 
And, and like Alex Jones said it, said it best, like um, once they silence you, then they can say whatever they want about you, like, and you cannot reply to it because you're because you're banned. Yeah, and then what if they say, hey, you know, to do YouTube now you have to use a real name or whatever, and then they label you as a bullier. Who knows what happens, and then that affects you in like real life. Oh, you you're a bullier, right? How do you get a job? I mean, we're I not at that point now, but I mean, if we don't, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, but uh, but like um like that ep that actually that episode that was one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. Like um yeah. we didn't get all four of us on at the same time because you, you had to you had to come you had to you had things you had to take care of so you came in later. But like that episode was one of the best episodes and one of the most viewed episodes I've had and they took it down. Yep. Yep. And so that's why I'm thinking about I don't know if you saw if Viva and Barnes, I watch them every week. They start out for about and Salty Cracker has been doing this too. They start out for like a half an hour to an hour on YouTube, and then they – you have to be careful because I think technically you can't give the link to Rumble. You got to be careful on how you take people to another site. But basically they, they stream on YouTube and Rumble at the same time, and then they say an hour in, we're dropping the YouTube. Join us over on Rumble. And I'm going to have to start doing that too. No, why can't you do that? Why can't you bring people over to another site? because they because they rule it because they make the rules because obviously they don't want to they don't want to be used as a platform to get you off of youtube so mm. they're kind of you know like a jealous person like wait a second now you trying to take our users and move them over to rumble so i don't know the exact rules you have to be careful on that but um you 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 can tell them to go over there i don't think you can post a link though yeah Steven so is rumble is there rules like not as harsh as youtube then Yep, oh, they have better. Yeah, do you know the rules, Ray? Oh yeah, like basically, it's basically almost it's almost very constitutional. Like we're like um mm -hmm. obviously you can't like um call for for death or like I'm um, threatened to hurt someone or anything like that. Like if you do something illegal, then yes, you can get in trouble. But like wow. um pretty much everything else, you're allowed to talk about for hmm. the most part, at least. Yep, it's much better, much better moderation. Even Twitter right now, I we yeah. got to get up on. Well, you're are you streaming this on Twitter? Or no. Uh, yeah, this is on Twitter. Are you live streaming on Twitter, oh, or did you oh, just yeah. do a YouTube link? No, it's on. It's on. It's on Twitter, Facebook, and Rumble, and YouTube. Good. Twitter. I think I I posted a video on Twitter and YouTube this past weekend. I had more views on Twitter. Oh yeah. Wow. Especially yep. because, especially with how Elon um um it's pretty obvious that once Elon came in, the algorithm was modified a little bit. Whether he was ordered it or not, maybe they did it anyway um, right as he came in to just like um, give them cover or something. Who knows? But it's clearly something was going on right there. Yeah, Elon Elon gave us a little – it was a nod to the community when he said, I didn't make any changes. So Elon knows. He knows Twitter better than anybody. He knows something changed. So he kind of gave a subtle diss to those. What he's saying is people on the way out stopped whatever they were doing before he came in. So yeah. is he letting banned accounts come back to Twitter then? Uh, I'm heated about I'm not, I'm not heated but no not yet. E, e, e Elon, if you're listening, you're on the clock, bro. <laughs> he he, he I don't, did you see this Ray? He talked about this moderation council. Yes, I, I I'm very nah, well bro. aware of that. No, nah, bro. Nah, no. No, 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 no. We're not talking about any moderation council. Yeah. yeah. You you out of your mouth, this isn't me. You, Elon, talked about free speech and bring the platform back to free speech. We don't need a moderation council. We have a constitution. 
are, so what you're what you're doing is your version of free speech. What do we need a moderation council for? You are the head honcho. Bring back Alex Jones. Bring back Bannon. Bring back all these names. Trump. Trump. Bring them back now, and then then change your terms and say, hey, this is what what it is. You can't do anything illegal. And then we continue on. This moderation council, that sounds like something Jack Dorsey would do. That sounds like something like Vijaya Gotti would do. So I need to see what's going on because those people should be back right now. Yeah. Who's going to be the moderation council then? How are they going to decide who is it, someone he hires, or how are they going to decide that? Yep. So they, uh-huh. he he's basically going to be just like Facebook. They have their own Supreme Court. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That that answers to them. And so he said it's going to be a diverse group. Nah, I don't. What no. we don't need that. What's your take on that, Ray? Um, like, well, I'll, I'll get into that in a second. But like, okay. I mean, you were planning to like have like a celebration tomorrow because we thought like everyone with Trump was going to be allowed uh-huh. back on and all of that. Uh-huh. But apparently, we're going to have to wait even longer if it ever happens. Who knows? So but if like, they go. When they come back on, if they come back, we'll still do a celebration, but uh, we can't do it now. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, but yeah, like, um, what's the, why do you need to have a council? Like, I'm um, literally just let everyone back on and then just have, and just, you just keep your moderators right there. Just do it like that. Like, I mean, you still need some moderators. I'm not saying to get rid of all of them because you need some, something because like, because you need some people to find, you need people to find out if there's anything illegal going on with that, but you don't need to like have them keep patrolling like 24 seven. Yeah. I don't know what's going on now. He's focusing on verification. So he might be focusing on other things like terms of service and verification. But right now, if you don't know, he's, there's a rumor out there that he's going to charge anywhere from five to $20. And I did expect this because right now Twitter blue is a subscription for Twitter. It's like three bucks, and that's mm-hmm. not enough money for him to generate. He's gonna it's gonna be five to twenty bucks, I think, and then you can get the blue. You can get a check mark. You can get verified, and you can use Twitter if you're not verified, but your content will be deranked, basically. Oh, and and yeah, like um, this is actually something interesting from Metalopoly. He says, "Oh, Jordan Peterson's daughter tweeted at Elon asking if he if he'd restore her dad's account." He responded saying that he will let banned accounts back on. Well, he's, he said that every and specifically what he what Elon said is that everyone who had, who was banned for like moderate moderate like moderate things would be allowed back on. So let him back on right now on Monday. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know if she'll be back or not. Like, but who knows? Like maybe she had some another audio thing. But like, yeah. But but like I was saying was like um he he said anyone who was banned for like something from small violations would be allowed back on. So yeah, Ray, let's bring this up because this happened, I believe, after the tweet that Metalopoly. So I saw that. So I was hype about that Metalopoly. So if Ray, if you could bring up this tweet, I believe this tweet happened afterwards, after he said that to Jordan Peterson's daughter, Michaela, Michaela Peterson, who has a great channel. She's great in her own right. Oh yeah, but. Right here. But yeah, read, read, can you read that? Yeah. Twitter will be forming a content moderation council with widely diver- diverse viewpoints. No major content decisions or account reinstatements will happen before that council conveys. So how long will it be then? That's what my question is. So that sounds like that's a great point. And I, to my interpretation, that's corporate speak for it's going to be a minute. Because uh, I said I'm going to give Elon until a week, fr- so that would be Friday, this upcoming Friday. To me, it sounds like it's going to be a 
it would be maybe months. Who knows? I'm just speculating. But he's he's kind of lowering expectations with that. Interesting thing about that tweet, though, is he said that the Twitter is going to be forming this content moderation council with widely diverse viewpoints. No major content decisions or reinstatements will happen before that council convenes. He actually never said that that council will be the ones making the decision. Hmm. No, so, he's very he's a mathematical he's an engineer he's a very precise person he never said the decision is up to the council so i'll be clear i don't know what this means but it does mean it's going to be a while it's not going i don't think it's going to be monday when they come back who knows i could be wrong well actually technically today because today's already monday yeah. so yeah yeah mm -hmm. but like i'm um, like I'll be shocked um, if I wake up in the morning, wake up in the morning, and Trump or Alex Jones is back on. I'll be shocked. Like I, I was actually hoping that was going to be happening, but apparently it's not going to be. Which um, which that that upsets me because like I was getting my hope, I was getting my hopes up. Like you were, um, Pegasus was, Che was. Like we were all going to be wait, having a celebration um later tonight, probably around probably just someday, some some day tonight, and now we're not going to be able to. Yep, and I think I think it's gonna happen. I because hey, I've never doubted Elon. Then in the end, I doubted that he was gonna get Twitter. I was wrong about that. So let me make sure. If I, I don't want to doubt Elon, he's probably trying to make he he he's playing chess. So he knows some things where it's like okay, before I bring them back, I got to do this, and I know there's threats. Did you see that there's threats of people advertisers leaving the platform if they bring back Trump? Who knows yep. about the App Store also? Yeah, like I, like Tim Pool, he talked about, but I talked about it on a show yesterday. I believe it was yesterday. No, I know it was Friday. My mistake. He talked about it, and we, he was like, "Um, well, like he he, what Elon should do? Forget about it anyway, and just go with it. Because guess what? What the goal is is to is for freedom of speech. That's that should be the end goal. And apparently, he's just doing pr something pretty much what Twitter was doing before he bought it. Yeah, that was a great episode. Tim was on fire. I agree completely. Come in. You brought that sink in. He came in with the sink. What that was is like when your dog goes to a territory and, you know, they they um, release themselves on it. They're marking their territory. When he came in with that sink, he marked his territory. And he when he replied to Hillary Clinton with that article, he was marking his territory. You don't backtrack. You go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, uh, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? Like, um, yeah. Like, so I, I want to get your opinion on this. So what if he does not unban unban Trump, Alex Jones, David Icke, or or Jordan Peterson at all? What if he never lets them back, or even Gavin McGinnis and Milo? Or I, I, there's a few others. What what do you what in your opinion? What if he doesn't do that? What do you what uh, do you I, think? I mean, that could happen. I'm going to wreck him probably every day. On that, and I, I'm very I I compartmentalize this stuff, so I can still like SpaceX and Tesla and wreck him on this. It might the the longer that happens, the more doubt I will have in him. Uh, but uh, it's not acceptable. It's completely unacceptable if everybody's not back on. Yeah, like um, like like um, Alex um, the big. Like Trump and Alex Jones were the main people we wanted back on, the main ones. That's the like the moment Elon bought it. That's what we were all excited about. Mm -hmm. And if Elon does not does not reinstate them, what do you think is the point of him even buying Twitter? He should if, if, like I, if he's not if he's just not going to do that, then why not buy it? At, then why buy it at all? 
So I know I a lot of people haven't phrased it like this. I follow Elon a lot. I, I'm very big on SpaceX and Neuralink and all that. I am actually pro transhumanism, believe it or not. He bought Twitter because we are in a digital battle. And he needs he so for example, for Tesla, he does absolutely zero marketing. No mark in America at least, no money at all spent on marketing because the demand for the cars is bigger than the supply right now. So my point is he doesn't even have a public relations team with Tesla. Last I saw he fired most of them. There's only a couple people there to handle public Twitter was his public relations and he could have gotten banned. And I, I bet looking back at it, the government and everybody else, they're kind of mad at themselves for not banning him, but that was his public relations. So he had to buy Twitter to protect himself. Also, he does no advertising. You know who advertises for him? People like me or, and I don't talk that much Tesla anymore because the politics is so heavy, but people like Warren Redlick and David Lee and all these other people who, uh, shout out to Omar Mars blog, they are just random people who love his companies. They are the advertising for him. And I saw, I follow a lot of them, they were being downranked. They were, there was an attack on Elon already in Twitter. They were getting downlanked, delisted, and shadow banned. So he bought Twitter to, because he thinks if he has the platform, the people who support him will get more voice and he'll get more power. So it really wasn't, it wasn't just about free speech. It was about protecting his entities. And the number one thing Elon cares about, number one over everything, is getting to Mars. So he wanted to protect his company so he could keep on that mission. Well, they'll probably do the first mission to Mars when the CGI gets good enough. So, <laughs> so I'm yeah. skeptical. You know, I'm skept skeptical just like you, but uh, you're a little bit more skeptical than me because I think he will. I think he could get there, but it is going to be difficult. And Duff Freak um, says says this. Then, then mm -hmm. he's part of the globalist commie commies. Well. Like I said, he does some of his. He has um family that are, or at least family ancestors, maybe even some that are in there right now that are part of the committee of three hundred. So maybe he actually so is one of them. Can you just, talk um, about just, that? Just, Wait, can, do you know what? Can you talk about that more? Does YouTube allow that or? Yeah, I, I talk about it all the time. Okay, so for those who don't know, because Ray is man, Ray is great with this man. Like Ray, I think you like you kind of remind me of you. You got your own style, but you remind me of like a. Uh, like a Alex Jones type with the knowledge here. So what's the committee of 300? Uh, let me bring this up right here. You know, it'll be easier if I bring the graph up yeah. right here. You don't have to second. go too in depth. I don't want to break oh, your flow, but um, yeah. just for anyone who doesn't know. Yep. One second. Uh, here. One second. Bring this right up because this is, you're going to need this right here. Mm -hmm. the, okay. You're bringing up the pyramid structure. Yeah. That is yep. a perfect thing to look at. Because a lot of people don't look at the higher up on this pyramid here, including yeah. myself. Yeah, right here. This is the pyramid right here. Like guys, like the Illuminati, from what from what you think it is, that it's real. It's not a, some conspiracy theory. It's not just something that 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 random people just think of. No, the Illuminati, the pyramid, that's real. Like it, it's a hundred percent real. And guess what? And like the, the the like Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, all those kind of people are in the pyramid. That is 
that is that is a fact. Well, I can't say that for YouTube, obviously, because they'll say, "Oh, it's just a giant conspiracy theory." So, from what I was from, but he is. They are part of these families, though. Okay, the committee of three hundred or is right below is like this the number two part of the pyramid. The top the, the top part is the crown is the thirteen bloodlines, which are the Rothschilds, Rockefellers, um, Kennedys, um, Dupoints, Russells, and et cetera, et cetera. The committee of three hundred is like the is like the is like the part right below them. We're like examples of the committee of three hundred are the royal family. That's that's an example of them. Or um, or like um the Orwells or the Huxleys. Those are families that are in the committee of three hundred. The committee of three hundred. The basic sense is that it's the three hundred of the richest families in the world. Like the thirteen richest families of the in the world are the thirteen bloodlines. But like right below them, the next three hundred richest are the committee of three hundred. And what the committee of three hundred is like, they're they are they are they they basically like decide like like they work out trade deals. They work out if a new country will be formed. They work out if a war will be start, et cetera, et cetera, that kind of stuff. And Elon, he has family ties to the committee of three hundred, and like and like the the, the committee of three hundred, like like they they have so much power. And like I said, when I mentioned Orwell and Huxley, those are the two guys who wrote nineteen eighty four. Orwell wrote 1984, but Huxley helped him write, write it. So, yeah, and you and you clearly see right there with the what's being pushed. Like we, there's like a, a a 1984 agenda being pushed into the world right now from the things that happened in these, these last two or three years. So yeah, and Elon he has ancestors that are in that, and like th that raises a lot of questions with me. So yeah. So let me and let me add this though. Let me know what you think about this, Ray. Just because he had it, the information is wonderful and unbelievable. And I, before I even talk about my opinion, I want to give you credit, Ray, because the the reason why I think your your channel might be shadow banned on a level that <laughs> that's rare on YouTube because you talk about this kind of stuff and you 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 have stayed true to that. But I, just I think it's great information. I, it doesn't mean he's evil. And I don't think you're saying that. You're just giving the information. Just because he has those ties doesn't mean I can't agree with him on certain things and doesn't mean that he's overall evil. And it doesn't mean that maybe in this instant he's trying to protect his companies and that that, that intersects with our best interests. So maybe... Maybe you you're right, and Neuralink won't intersect with our best interests. But here on on Twitter, it might intersect. So, what do you think about that, Ray? Is it possible that he's well, in this group but not well, evil? Well, Hike Martins said something great. Like Two Face and Batman, he helps Batman, but then, great yeah, point. well said. So, like, can I? Like, do I know for a fact if he's evil or not? No, I can't prove either way or not. Like I said, I have a love-hate relationship with Elon. But like, but here's the but here's the thing. If he does not unban Trump, Alex Jones, and all these people, I immediately lose all trust in him. All trust. I will never trust him again, no matter what. And especially with the fact that he has family ties right here, that just puts it in ads and bonus. And then you would ask, well, why did he post that meme of Bill Gates? Well, I think this could be a simple reason, though, if this is if this it could be it's called counterintelligence. It's like they're playing a show. They're trying to make it seem like, um, oh, he's against the establishment and all these people. But in reality, he's working with them and, he's, and they're just trying to make him look good. So you give someone a false sense of hope. And like it's, that's what counterintelligence is. Yeah, it could be that. Uh, I do think that 
it's possible for people within this power structure to have beef with each other. I mean, that's natural, just like your family. You can have beef within your family. And that's the, the uniparty. Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi can have beef. Mitch McConnell and Mitch McConnell and Barack Obama can have beef. But at the end of the day, they they both agree to bail out the big banks. They both agree on war. So they're in the same family overall. So you're right. Elon could be in the same family as Billy G, and they just have beef like brothers or whatever in any other family. Well, and like um the thirteen bloodlines, they own every bank in America. Well, actually, not just America, but around the world, all the banks. So, and plus, like they, and plus, like they control the Federal Reserve too. So, yeah. So here's what I'll say: I love, I love looking at this because we're playing chess, and we can see the higher up structure. But at the bottom, what's the very bottom row there, Ray? That is us, which is pawns. Yes, but but look at the bottom row. What if we all had our own uniparty? They can't stop us. Well, when you look at the top, there's only a few of them. There's a, it's only a few people manipulating all those people at the bottom. How are they doing that? Because well, they have us divided and fighting each other. If without us, like um, the bottom, the bo- out of all the pyramid, uh, everything in the pyramid, the bottom part is the most important part of a pyramid. Without the bottom, it falls over. And if we weren't here, like if we were able to move out of the way, the pyramid would fall over. Now, I don't even know if that's even possible because the pyramid could be invincible for all we know. Like, I don't know for 100% fact. Yeah, let's assume that that's true. We are at the bottom and we keep beefing with each other over abortion or whatever the case may be. And we're going to have beef too. But at the end of the day, we've got to agree on certain fundamental things. Like, number one, you can't be, I'm very strong against war. I'm more anti war than I've ever been. Oh, because. Here. Because, Ray, I don't know if you remember, when we talked about China-Taiwan back, you know, a while back, I was like, wait, Taiwan's different. We might have to defend Taiwan. I'm out. I'm out on that. Either you're anti-war or you're not. I am completely anti-war. So, I, do not, I do not say – I say protect our country, our interests, but I'm not for Taiwan. So, and the reason I bring that up is we've got to agree on certain things for us to be together. So, so, what, so do, you, do you think we should protect Israel? <laughs> Ray, you got me out here looking like Charlemagne the God on this one. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, be, you know, Ray. There's a lot of things. I would let me say this, Ray, to answer that because I hate, like, I hate wiffle waff, you know, wishy washy stuff. I, I'm considering that I might answer that question, and I don't have anything kind of radical to say about it. But to be honest with you, I don't talk about Israel at all very much. I really don't, and I'll just say maybe on a rumble we'll talk about that. I'll just say I'm anti-war. I'm so, anti-funding. Period. Well, can you say this then? Are you mm-hmm. pro-Israel or or are you pro-Palestinian? I, I'm pro-America. I. Oh, yeah. If you had to pick between the two of them, then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would not. I would not pick. I. I here's where I. I'm I pro-Israel. I don't. I don't pick either. I, here's my aunt. I don't. What's our interest? I'm not any geopolitical master either. So I. I would have to get information from other people like you and uh, to find out where's our interest. What's our interest? Uh, but I don't. Don't care about neither one of them. Yeah. Well, 
I well, I'm a support. Like I told me and Carlos are full on supporters of the state of Israel. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, but but like um, but, but then that gets into like um the Iran nuclear deal. Do you think we should allow Iran to have a nuke or or not? I so it's in our best interest for Iran not to have nuclear weapons. Of course, they are a part. If we had a world war, which we're kind of in, Iran would be with Russia. I mean, the the and drones China. were for. Yeah, in China, the, the kamikaze drones were from Iran, right? I believe they had people in Russia teaching them how to fly them and all that stuff. But, it, it, yes, I'm, I'm against Iran having nukes, of course, because that's in our best interest for them not to. But I'm not for any military action to prevent them. Now, that's not what we're doing. Um, but Well, uh, well Iran... Iran has sworn to destroy Israel. They've sworn that. And like, um, what do you think? The, what do you think they're going to do the moment they get a nuke? What do you think is going to happen? You think they're just going to like, oh, let Israel go? Like, not? Nah. No, they've sworn to destroy Israel. Yeah, I mean, here's my thing: we we we've got to have diplomacy. Like, when I go out, I want to avoid conflict. I'm not looking to have conflict with other people. Israel, Israel, and uh, Iran. The whole area over there, they're actually like brothers and sisters. They're like family. The region out there, they're all in the same region. They've been beefing for since the beginning of time, basically. So for me, if you want peace, you got to have negotiation. You've got to want peace. So I, that's up to them. They got to work that that stuff out. I think diplomatically, though, I agree. America should diplomat. I don't know what that looks like. I don't, I'm not an expert there, but what I mean by diplomatic reasons, anything outside of war, you can use to not let Iran get nukes. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll, and like I'm getting into this part right here, as you can see down here, you see religion down here. And guess mm-hmm. what? I do not trust the Pope whatsoever. I do not. The Pope has come in support, came in support of lockdowns and stuff like that. And yeah. then plus on top of that, you know, we know the whole world is a lot of these people are, um, I'm trying to for you to I'm trying to say it like um they, uh, like um they're they're very well into um um doing um bad things to children. We'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And we know what the Catholic Church got caught doing. We know that. I think the Catholic Church is like a, plays a, plays a role in this. That they're a sliver of the organization, just like Epstein, just like um Cosby and probably Weinstein. They're all part. Of, they're all it's a giant collusion thing. And the Catholic Church was just a sliver of it, a sliver of it. And like what my view on it is, a lot of these people, a lot of them, maybe even all of them, they kind of all have to do it because it's part of their satanic or Luciferian rituals. Yep, I would not be surprised. And I believe in God. I do not trust man, though. I do not trust the word of God as communicated to me through an organized business. That's all organized religion is. It's a business. So I do not trust, not that they're always wrong, just like I don't trust Elon, not that he's always right or wrong. I just don't, that's not a trust. I only trust a few. So I, I'm 100% with you. That's why I'm out on organized religion. All it is is a big conglomerate. All it is is a big corporation. It's no different than like Google. Well, I've actually become more more religious. Like like I said, I don't know if I will become full-on religious, but I've been becoming more and more. So, Same here. But not, yeah. not, for me, not organized religion. Like just like I my fate one of my favorite YouTube channels is Bryson and I think it's called Bryson and a Bible. And it what he does is all he does is read the Bible and say, Here's my interpretation on it. 
I love mm. stuff like that. I don't need, not that I'm, an, I'm not against going to church, but I just don't put my faith into a church. I put my faith more into as close as I can get to God through other people. Or I feel like we, when we connect, your, your mom was just on here to me. That's a yeah. way it's not religious, but I think when we build community and bond with people that we have like, um, minded goals and that to me is in a way uh bonding with god yeah and like i'm um, also it gets into the bohemian grove thing too we're like um mm. bohemian grove is just is an example of what these these people do these satanic or luciferian rituals they do we're like um like if like if alex jones had not gotten that footage most people would think that would be nonsense like they'd be like well, that's not real. There's no like um there's no um there's no like summer camp out there, a plot of land where all the elites were like um head like um former presidents go, top ranking generals, heads head um heads of bankers, heads of estates, and a lot of other people, they don't go there and they do a, like occult rituals. They don't go there and have like gay sex and stuff like that, gay group sex. Like that's all nonsense. Until Alex Jones um got that snuck in there and got that footage, like um Mo like it, it, it's shocking the fact that he got he got that. Like um, I'll even play the 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 footage right here. I got it right here. Um, we've played it before, but I want to play it again. Like Absolutely. this is actually some interesting stuff right here. You play it. one second right here. One last question. I read a Washington Times article many years ago where you had a comment about the organization, and then now it's been in the Wall Street Journal. It's been in a lot of different newspapers, and that's the Bohemian Grove. And back in, what was it, 1996 when you joined uh, as a Clinton advisor, they were the Republicans were criticizing you. Oh, what about Bohemian Grove? And then, you counter, uh, and then you counter them by saying, hey, I don't run around in the woods naked. What did that mean? Here is the before-mentioned Washington Times article. He said, I didn't run around naked like they do. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what quote you're referring to. I'm not aware of anything like that. Uh, listen, uh, I am a, a, a happy member of the Bohemian Grove. I like the, the folks who come there, and uh, it's really inappropriate for me to uh, talk about a uh, uh, the group beyond that. Thank you. Have you been there for the ceremony with uh, the cremation of care? Mm. Uh, frankly, that's uh, that. I don't think that's something I need to talk to you about. Really? That's right. Well, I'm Alex Jones, and I snuck in there in 2000. I'm the guy that blew it wide open and got the video. It's been on national TV. Well, I disrespect you for that. You do? I do. But it's a lot of big public officials going in there. You took, don't we deserve to know? You took it. I don't know anything about you, and I don't know anything about your film. But if you go in there with an understanding, you violated that understanding by releasing that film, and I don't respect you for that. Really? But you, we have public officials you, I'm sorry. You took an understanding when you went in there that you would not do that film. And you did, did you have an understanding when you went in there? No. Did you crash it? Yes. Yeah, and it has no trespassing signs there too, doesn't it? No, they put yes, them up after. Oh, I'm I sorry. Just I'm sorry, sir. I've been there before. I know what I want the circumstances are, and I'm sorry you violated the understandings. That was not that was not a gentlemanly thing to do. But what about the ritual? Is the ritual gentlemanly? Like, look. Now Bruh. what you're watching now what you're watching right here is a bunch of people of heads of bankers in the states. They're all dressed up as druids. And they're lighting a statue of an, and they're light, they're lighting an effigy of a, of like a child or a woman, I believe it's a child, in front of a giant statue of Moloch the Owl God. Like, just by saying that, it sounds it sounds like it's a bunch of ridiculous nonsense. But it's hap This is real right here. This isn't fake. This is real. Like um, Richard Nixon on the Richard Nixon take Nixon tapes said something about it. Something I can't say here for YouTube, but something about um. 
He said it's the most effy, you know what word I'm saying, effy um, something thing that he ever seen. So, yeah, like it's it's scary. And oh, sir, you were going to say something? Well, just real quick. It, and when you look at where we are now and some of the stuff that's happening to children, some of the stuff they're attempting to do to children in schools, I don't I'm not saying that it's I know for a fact, but it just makes me wonder, is it tied into this? Like, is it trickling down from this to us at our level now? Yeah. You, I, I, don't, I don't owe you this comment. You, 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 you have you. This is what's called ambush journalism, and I disrespect you for that as well. So thank you, you and goodbye. Been the ritual? It's none of your damn business. Oh, right. Listen, listen. You go around and and make understandings with people and violate them. You you ambush people on the streets when that <laughs> that's inappropriate form of journalism. If you wish to practice that, that's fine. But don't ask others to respect you for it. You want to you you can do you're free American like anything you want. If you want to be uncivil and rude and ungentlemanly, that's up to you. But don't expect the rest well, of us to say, "Oh, well, you're there, Mr. Gergen." I'm sorry, nobody sets policy in there. We try to be gentlemen, and obviously, you don't belong there. Weaving spiders come out here. <laughs> yeah, that is a three pointer. Woo! He knew Look that. How strangely, he behaved when we brought it up. Why is he acting so secretive? Why did he get so angry when he discovered that we'd snuck in? You see, they take it very, very seriously. This is one of the hallmarks of the occult and secret societies. The word occult means secret. Secrecy is part of their religion. They revel in it. And when it's violated, they become extremely angry. Our social lives, going to the football game or the PTA, a little bit different than your average world leader or corporation <laughs> chief. No, in their spare time, they worship Moloch and do mock human sacrifices. We just need to get used to that and accept them as our leaders. Think about it. If your neighbor was engaging in mock human sacrifices to Moloch, the demon idol that was worshipped all over the Mediterranean and the Middle East, would you let that neighbor walk your dog or house sit or how about babysit your children or be in control of the nuclear launch codes? Well, let me give you a revelation. They are in control of the national deficit, of Congress, of your bank account, of your local police department, and they see you as cattle, as their slaves. So you kind of get the general idea right there. But look, look at how everything in what year was that from? 2004 or five that video from 2004 everything right. everything happening to our country right now or the world ties right back in the yeah. world organizations the alex jones trial the children the jeffrey island the nuke codes the national mm -hmm. deficit and pretty money all of it ties into that video yeah and then the first time i had you on i told you like i'm um, it's a it uh like the first time I had you, uh, the first time I had you on, Osiris, I told you that Elon Musk was not the richest person on earth. That that's a whole bunch of nonsense. It's not. He's not even close. Like they're like he like he's like a billionaire. Like um, but the elites, the thirteen bloodlines, they're trillionaires. Like um, they control the Federal Reserve and all of these kind of stuff right here. So 
like this is scary stuff right here. Like, like in like in like with Bohemian Grove, this is just a small, a very very small sliver of what these elites do. It's just this. There are cult rituals. Like we have um at the other hand, we have Skull and Bones, which is just another which is another strand of this of uh, this occult. Where like basically they compromise people into it. Like basically, like basically, like the the entire um 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 point of skull and bones is like to have is like to have um group sex. That's the entire thing right here, and they do simulated human sacrifices as well. And like like uh, and like um and like I I forgot whether it was skull and bones or was it another one. But what they do is like um they do simulated human sacrifices with with coffins and stuff like that, and they bathed in feces and stuff and in, 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 in blood. Like um like this is scary stuff right here. Yeah, it's amazing how there's no energy. Where's the energy we talked about? Where do people put their energy? No energy from the media to find out, okay, can we find one of the clients of the Jeffrey Island? Just one. Can we do some research? No, where's the energy? The energy's against random YouTubers. They've got Salty Cracker in the J6 committee. The media is asking about pulling ads of Nancy Pelosi. No energy of that. So you wonder, is it all tied in? Yeah. You look at you look at the Alex Jones trial and how crazy that was. You wonder, like, does it tie back into him years ago running up on people? Who was that that he who was that person that he talked to? David Gergen. How who what is he known for? Um, like um, he 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 was a Clinton advisor and advised oh, several he, presidents. Like isn't not that just crazy. Not just How Clinton. Cl he he advised um a few other presidents too. I believe he advised um George um H W Bush and I think possibly po I don't know for a fact. I'll have to do more research. I think he may have even advised Reagan. I could be wrong about that. Look at that. Look how he's tied into all these people, and then all of this stuff. It always comes back to the Clinton somehow, doesn't it? And like, who, who and like, are these people? The Clintons are like something else. And like, Bill Clinton, we know is a known sexual predator, and he was, and he was on Epstein's plane multiple times. Yeah, I mean, guys, it's more of a conspiracy not to wonder what's happening. I'm not saying you, we know anything definitively, but if you look at what we're talking about here and think like there's nothing there, you are the radical. You are the conspiracy theorist, not me. Yeah. And plus, on top of that, Bill Gates was on Epstein's plane multiple times, and like, um, will they yeah. let you? Will they? Will they let you play that clip where Billy G was talking about Jeffrey, and he said, uh, "Now he's unlived." Have you? Uh, I know you probably saw that. Well, he's dead, so <laughs> that was unbelievable, man. Yeah, and then and then Cut plus, on and then plus on top of that, you you saw that video of him praising China for their sacrifices, mm -hmm. like. Like these people, man. Like um, who who th these people? Like oh my god, it, it, this is incredibly scary stuff right here. Incredibly scary. Like, and then plus when I had Sal on like a couple weeks ago, me and him talked about like um how about nine eleven. We t and we talked told talked about how there is no joke, no joke. A video um um from BBC, which is probably the biggest UK net um, broadcast network of a BBC reporter broadcasting directly back to England saying that a third building has collapsed during 9-11, World Trade Center Building 7, and talked for like seven minutes. All the while, World Trade Center Building 7 was standing right behind her, and it didn't fall for another half an hour. Yet they were doing a pre-broadcast back to England. 
Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big expert on the the 911 stuff, but yeah, I believe that, in that. I'm that, like that's how I became like a huge Jesse Ventura fan because he went on CNN and and destroyed Pierce Morgan on it on 911. Yeah, give me one. Yeah. I'll find okay. Clip. Yeah, bring it. Yeah, bring it. Well, YouTube. I know back in the YouTube days, they let you talk about all that stuff. Do they let you do it now? Uh, I, I it's on CNN on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Jesse Ventura fan also, and I know we we won't agree with him on all policy, but that's the type of dude that I think we could work with on on a lot of things. I, that that's how he's the main reason why I do not believe there should be any political parties because I heard him talk about that, and it was like. Yep. This guy's right right here. Like, it just yeah. causes nothing but division. Yeah, Jen Perlman and Peter interviewed him. I don't know if you saw that. He was on I the haven't, show. I heard about it, but I haven't watched it. Like, um, mm -hmm. I'll, like this ties into this New World Order kind of stuff. Like, let's watch this right here. Jesse, what, Seems, would, we're not. what would you have done on September the 12th, 2001? What would you have done if you'd been president? What would I have done? Yeah. I would have done a legitimate a legitimate investigation to find out what exactly happened on 9-11. How did they know who did this so quickly like they did Lee Harvey Oswald? How quick they knew Lee Harvey Oswald well, we killed because, Kennedy? Because the people who did it were identified and we knew who they were. Well, then why couldn't we have stopped them beforehand if they were identified and we knew who it they were? It was a failure of intelligence. Everyone's accepted No, it that. wasn't. We knew before with Condoleezza Rice's memo. Did it slow down? It slowed down? Oh, your mic went out. Yeah, sorry oh, about that. Oh, oh. Every place. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's accepted no, it that. wasn't. We knew before with Condoleezza Rice's memo on August 6th when it stated right in the memo, bin Laden took steel planes and run them in the buildings. And more stuff is coming out now also how much the Bush administration ignored the intelligence. It was almost like they ignored it because they wanted it to happen. Oh, come on, Jesse. No, not oh, come off. Every, wait a minute. No. Every war no, no, fought no, no, starts no. with a false flag operation. You can't, in all seriousness, sit there and try and make out anybody. How, okay, let me ask you this, Piers. Wait a minute. Let me, wait, wait, wait. let me ask you something. How, many, how much studying have you actually done of 9-11 other than what, what the government's told you and what mainstream media has Get wrecked. I've been yeah. studying it for years. I was editor of a national newspaper. I've, I've talked we to people. Wait a minute. We in depth every day for really? five, six months. Really? So I know a lot about it. Well, well, then how I do come, know is let me ask you this you then. You cannot say that any member of the Bush administration knew it was going to happen or wanted that, it to happen. It's a ridiculous thing to say. Ridiculous. Okay, let's talk about your BBC. I have a tape of a BBC reporter broadcasting directly back to England talking about a third building has collapsed, World Trade Center Building 7, talks for 20, seven minutes. All the while she's talking, World Trade Center Building 7 is still standing right behind her. It didn't fall for another half hour, yet they were doing a pre-broadcast back to England that, the, yes, it's true, no, you need to that this building... Here fell and it hadn't fallen yet. If you're trying to make out the British Broadcasting Company, one of the most respected news organizations in the world, was inventing huge buildings falling over, you, need to, have a little, you need to have a break, Jesse. We'll come back after the break Are and we'll talk about Israel me? Are and you Iran. you kidding me? This is a fact, my friend. <laughs> man, yep. I miss those days, man. That, was that on CNN? Yep. That was when that Pierce really was working. That's when he was working for CNN. Did that really happen? Yep, that happened. Ray, there is zero, as you know, 
0% chance that that discussion would happen right now. You look at it, the, I'm not going to talk about it because we know it's really touchy, but, you know, the process where we pick people to go yeah. somewhere and yeah, we yeah. can't. So it's yeah. very similar. Like we can't have that discussion on, on CNN right now. Yeah. Like I'm um, Gulf of we in a in an area in a in a world where Gulf of Tonkin was real, where like they it was a false flag operation that where that said like a, a, a like um a, a liner um got shot down by um by the Vietnamese when actually what happened was it was just an accident and just exploded on its own and that they used that as a false flag operation to go into Vietnam and that got fi got fifty thousand of my grandfather's generation killed over that. Yep. And you, yeah. you saw Jesse, he knew what he was talking about. And Pierce Morgan couldn't do anything but come back with, we're trusted. You can't really believe that. Yeah, He didn't have any knowledge of it. He, and then he said, well, we, we need to, he, he told Jesse, you need a break. No, what yeah. he was really telling was the producers, we yeah. need to get out of here. We need a commercial yeah. break. No, the, the best part was when he told Pierce, how much studying have you done other than of the 9-11, other than what the government and mainstream media has told you? Like I've I've been studying it for years as well. Just like I've been studying um what happened to JFK for years. Well, the last two, two, three years, that's how long I've been studying it for. On another we should get into JFK on, a, on another live. Oh yeah. I don't want to get too sidetracked because that's a whole different thing. We let's do a live. Do we have to do that on Rumble though? Uh, do they no, allow we, that on YouTube? No, yeah, they allow it. Like okay. I'm, like Piers Morgan even interviewed Alex Jones on CNN too. If you didn't know that, wow! I, I can, I'll go find that yeah, right now. Go find it, man. Yeah. Back, while you're looking for that, man, back in the day it was so different. People would come down, they would have discussions with each other. It just slowly changed and changed and changed. Well, the reason the reason Alex Jones came on came on was because like um what happened was like um um because 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 Pierce was attacking the Second Amendment and Alex Jones and, and a few other people started a petition to have Pierce Morgan deported out of America. That's why he invited him on. Let me, let me I, find I was blue I was blue pilled during this time. I had no idea what was happening. I knew of Alex Jones, but I didn't know how deep this stuff really was. Right here. All right. I'm not gonna play that because that could get a strike right there. That um, that uh, right, that open that music. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Right here, right here. Over the past few weeks, knows I've taken a pretty strong stand on guns in America. It's on a scale of notice of supporters of gun rights, and it's led to a petition on the White House official website, no less. It's entitled, and I quote: "Deport British citizen Piers Morgan for attacking Second Amendment." Take a look. More than 104,000 people have signed it so far, and joining me now is one of the people behind the petition, Alex Jones. He's host of the. Alex Jones Show. Welcome to you. Pierce, thanks for having me. Why do you want to deport me? Well, we did it as a way to bring attention to the fact that we have all of these foreigners and the Russian government, the official Chinese government, Mao said political power goes out of the barrel of a gun. He killed about 80 million people because he's the only guy that had the guns. So we did it to point out that this is globalism and the mega banks that control the planet and brag that they've taken over in Bloomberg, AP, Reuters, you name it, brag that they're going to get our guns as well. They've taken everybody's guns, but the Swiss and the American people. And when they get our guns, they can have their world tyranny. While the government buys 1.6 billion bullets, armored vehicles, tanks, helicopters, predator drones, armed, now in U.S. skies, being used to arrest people in North Dakota. The that part is real, though. That part. For duck hunting. It's there to protect us from tyrannical government and street thugs take the women in india your piece earlier on cnn i was watching 
uh, during Anderson Cooper's show, didn't tell you that the women of India have signed giant petitions to get firearms because the police can't and won't protect them. The answer well, is, let's, let's hey, wait a minute, I have FBI yeah. crime statistics okay. that come out a year late, 2011. 20 plus percent crime drop in the last nine years. Real violent crime because more guns means less crime. Britain took the guns 15, 16 years ago. Tripling of your overall violent crime. True, we have a higher gun violence uh, level, but overall mugging, stabbings, deaths. You, those men raped that woman in India to death with an iron rod four feet long. You can't ban the iron rods. The guns, the iron rods, Pierce, didn't do it. The tyrants did it. Hitler took the guns. Stalin took the guns. Mao took the guns. Fidel okay. Castro took the guns. Hugo Chavez took the guns. And I'm here to tell you, 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. Doesn't matter how many lemmings you get out there on the street begging for them to have their guns taken. We will not relinquish them. Do you understand? And that's why you're going to fail, and the establishment knows, no matter how much propaganda, the republic will rise again when you attempt to take our guns. My family in the Texas Revolution against Santa Ana, my family was at the core on both sides starting that because Santa Ana came to take the guns at Gonzales, Texas. Pierce, don't try what your ancestors did before. Why don't you come to America? I'll take you out shooting. You can become an American and join the republic. Let's go! Yeah. Yes, I am finished. You will not take my right. You go through background checks to get guns. How about Prozac? You know the number one. Oh, that's the big sponsor, isn't it? Or that whole class of drugs. Let me ask you. Oh, whoa, whoa, got to cut that off, don't you? <laughs> don't want to talk about the U.S. number one cause of death is suicide now because they give people suicide Calm mass down. murder pills. Calm down. Your answer is get more money to the psychiatrist and psychologist to put more crazy people on drugs that make them kill people, Pierce. Let's try and have a debate here. Yeah. Answer me this question. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of the same old script here, bud. <laughs> How many gun murders were there in America last year? Do you know? Uh, there were about 11,458, and about 74% of those were gang-related, gangbangers shooting each other. You get three and a half to 4,000. Okay, How many people died from infections in hospitals? 197,000. <laughs> That's right. How many gun murders were there in Britain? How many great white sharks? No. How many... Kill gun people murders. every year, but they're scared to swim. Right. How <laughs> many gun murders were there in Britain? A very low amount. I already went over those How statistics. Many? Do you know? I was only a few hundred. No, no. How many gun murders? I actually actually did pull up the statistics. Here, let me pull them out right here. I figured you'd do that. Gun murders. Oh, wait. Last UK year. violent crime, capital of Europe, London no. Telegraph. Here, let me it's give you more. It's quite a simple question. Well, that's the oldest. You're very loud that's the old, No, no. That's the oldest Perry Mason tactic to ask me some little factoid. So there's not a little factoid. I already said earlier, talking about England a has a lot lower gun crime rate because let you me, took all the guns. Let me try exactly But my you've point. got hordes of people burning down cities and beating old women's brains out every day. That's yeah. a ridiculous They thing. arrest people in England if they defend themselves. That's on record. My God, you've got a total police state. Everybody's fleeing that country because the oh, you've had to flee here, bud. Why don't you tell <laughs> folks here why don't you go back and face the charges for answer, the hacking scandal answer this question how many why'd you get fired from the daily mirror for putting many, out fake stories <laughs> you're a hatchet many? man of the new world order okay. you're a hatchet man and i want to say this right here you think you're a tough guy have me back with a boxing ring in here and i'll wear red white and blue and you can wear your jolly roger <laughs> how many oh my. gun murders were there oh you're gonna ban your fist now in britain last year uh, how many uh, chimpanzees can dance on the head of a pin? Hmm. I already went over those do, statistics. Do you know the answer? Uh, no, I don't. I, you said hundreds. It's very low. You said hundreds. Yes. It's actually 35. Well, the point is you can... Against 11,000. Do you understand? Hey, 
the difference between 11,000 Yeah, England and wants to ban knives now because tens of thousands are getting stabbed. Right. But do you understand the knives? difference? The knife doesn't eight, kill people. Do you understand? The gun doesn't kill people. Yes. Listen, you understand do you understand you're not going to pull on America's heartstrings? They know your script, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. You're not going to get our guns. By the way, you guys always say, we just want to take the semi-autos, okay, and all this other stuff when semi-autos aren't even, uh, mm -hmm. rifles aren't even used but in a fraction of the crimes. You can pull mm -hmm. those numbers up, okay? Uh, no, 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 hold which, on. So let me ask you one question. Which weapon was predominantly used in the Aurora movie theater shooting? Uh, M4 AR-15 variant. So it was a semi-automatic yes, assault rifle. Yes, again. Okay. But Next statistically, Next, it's very, very Next, low. That was. Do you agree it was the single biggest shooting in the history of America in terms of people hit by a shooter? Do, do you know that? This was until the no, Vegas shooting. No, I believe there were others. No, no, been some other no, no, it's not about over 30. No, no, this was the single biggest mass shooting. Well, listen, you're just by, going... No, there have been bombings of Wall me, Street. Let me ask you a second Are question. we going to... Listen, why can't the pilots have firearms? We trust them to fly the planes. Alex, you've had a lot to say. No, just my point is questions. the Second Amendment is sacrosanct, you know, and you're not getting do you, it. Do you know which weapon was used in the Oregon shopping mall mass shooting recently? I understand that people... Uh, who are mentally ill on all the serotonin you know reuptake you know inhibitors who play the these shoot 'em up games Alex. want to go out and do this Alex. because there's criminals Alex. I don't lose my rights Alex. Pierce. Alex. because there's criminals Alex. I don't lose my rights just answer the question yeah. do you know what the weapon used was listen let me ask you a question no no answer. I've got the FBI Alex. statistics that m listen no, no. that okay. the so-called semi-autos that you talk Let's about take a break when we come back again, <laughs> yeah. there we go when we come back try and answer my question yeah all you're okay. going to do is sit there and play little factoid questions over all crimes yeah, gone over 20%. Right now, he was still talking. Yeah. yeah, he continued he talking even when they went to commercial break. I'm going to ask you some questions. In the spirit of a proper debate, and you've had a lot to say so far on the show, and a lot of it aimed at me, which is fine. But I want you to try and answer the questions. It's a proper debate, okay? I'm not trying to trip you up. No, it's not a debate. You're running okay. the show. You bring in okay. your victims up front. Actually, actually to, no. Look, you got your little note cards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just gave you FBI statistics Fine. that violent Alex, crime Alex, and gun crime Alex. is down over 20%. Alex, let me just ask you And this. you want to go to little factoids. No, they're not little Anybody factoids. can pull those up. Listen. Do you know what... Do you have a bodyguard? Alex. Why do you <laughs> have bodyguards? I don't have a bodyguard. Yeah, I've seen you on the news with them. Don't, don't you want to bodyguard. protect your wife from hoodlums or you want to call the police? <laughs> let me ask you. Why does Diane until 60 Alex. minutes that she okay. plans Alex. to try Alex. to take Mr. and Mrs. America's guns. Stop you over me. You Let guys me... want to disarm all of America. No, I don't. Oh, yeah. Dianne Feinstein's no, I bill does I don't. gun confiscation. No. Let me clarify for you. You don't seem to understand First what you register, then you confiscate. No. Always done the same. Here's what the campaign on this Well, here, show. give me your little cue cards no. and I'll answer your question. <laughs> Dianne Feinstein's still there, too. I've already gone over yeah. that and already answered it for we you. We haven't talked about Sandy Hook. No. Again, what was the weapon? it's a 223 M4. Right. Again, but statistically, right. I think this was after Sandy Hook. This was, I think he apologized that before this. Are you seeing people wouldn't go swimming because the movie oh, wow. Jaws, even though great white Alex. sharks kill five people Alex. a year? Alex. You're trying to scare people. Let me say something. There's no metal shark in the water. The same <laughs> type of weapon was used in the last yeah, three that's right. mass shootings. And Hitler used semi-autos to kill people. Why would you and not? so did Mao. Why would you? Why is the government Stalin, teeth against this? Castro, Chavez. Why do our government ship guns into Mexico? Alex. Blame the Second Amendment. Let's have a debate. A false flag, Alex. To blame the I Second Amendment. Accused, I get accused. Why they blow up Building Seven Alex. down the street here Alex. in New York? <laughs> I get accused when I get you guys on of talking over you of being rude. I'm trying to be civil. Yeah. Right? You've got to try and answer some of the questions. Right? Here's my issue for you. Why do people need civilians need an AR-15 type 
assault rifle. Why okay, do you I already said statistically they're using a very low the amount of the crimes. That's an FBI fact. They've been used in the last three mass shootings. Yes. Why I'll tell you why. Them? Because they advertise it in the media. Anybody knows that if somebody jumps off the Empire State's building, they put cops up there the next day because copycats come to do it again. Oh, the yeah. Media, that part is true, though. And the Don't mm -hmm. just commit suicide. Why do people Don't commit this? suicide by killing a bunch of kids. And here's the gun to use because it's the one the U.S. Army uses. Why do people need them? They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Mm -hmm. Government in the 20th century, university uh, study out of Hawaii killed 292 million people. It's called democide. Google it, folks. Do you believe everyone in America should everyone in America yes. therefore have, yes. a, have an AR-15 if they want one? Statistically, where there's more guns, there's lower crime. Mm -hmm. The highest crime is in Bloomberg. Uh, you know, but you have the most blue areas. Any of the 23 richest countries in the world. And you have 20, Well, America was born on guns and whiskey. Right. But it's true we're a violent society. Right. So but statistically, the most knives kill three the most times more. Have you seen the FBI numbers? Knives, bats, rocks kill, hey, kill, hey, kill hands and feet. many, many times talk, more. Alex, let's talk it's about not the, the gun. It's not the rock. It's not the right. knife. When a mother chops her kids up with a cleaver because she's on serotonin. Alex, tell me why I'm wrong. Why don't you want to get AR rid of the drugs? Because they're half your sponsors? <laughs> America's number one cause of unnatural death now is suicide. Okay. Alex, not not automobile accident, not cancer. Not, you listen. accuse me of attacking the Second Amendment of the Constitution. I want to get people off pills that the insert says will Alex, make you commit suicide and Alex, kill people. Alex, let's get about the Second Amendment. I want to blame Alex, the real culprit. Alex, suicide pills. Alex, mass murder pills. Okay, let me ask you one question. Your belief, unless I'm wrong. First time anybody's ever heard this, by the way. Your hmm. belief, unless I'm wrong, is that under the Second Amendment, your real concern is that you will be overrun by a tyrannical regime. Either yes. from somewhere else. Yeah, highway checkpoints. Look at Mexico. Total gun ban for the citizens. Highest crime rate in the world. 57,000 people dead the last five years. Total gun ban for the citizens. But you, your Switzerland main... has the lowest crime rate Alex, in Europe. Alex, your country has Alex, the highest. Alex, we have 35 gun murders a year. You have 11,000. You, you people get Alex, their brains. It's the higher crime Alex, rate. Let me ask Violent you. crime is higher. On this specific... It's brains. Alex, it's people. I'm trying to get inside your brains. Pierce, it's if not you punch me right easy. now, it'd be not your fist, Alex, but your brain that did Alex, it. Let me get inside your brain. Okay. Okay? I'm serious. You have a very, very big platform. You air, I think, on 63 networks. No, no, that Wikipedia is like 10 years old. I'm on over 140 okay. stations. XM. Millions of Americans hear you. Over a million and a half day. visitors to InfoWars.com right. today. Congratulate where we have the statistics audience. posted right okay. now. Okay. InfoWars.com. Who do you believe was behind 9 11? Oh, I absolutely know. I have the police on CNN saying, get back, they're going to blow up seven. I have BBC reporting. Who do you believe was behind? I have the proof. I heard them on CBS who? Radio. Oh, Alex. They announced they blew up the towers on CBS Radio. New Yorkers all saw it and heard it. Alex, who do you they believe? They blew up Building 7. Alex, who do you believe was behind it? The American government? Criminal elements of the military-industrial complex, the same ones that staged Gulf of Tonkin, mm. the same ones that staged Operation, right. the mass shootings of Operation right. Gladio. Right. Ooh, <laughs> do you, the CIA do you don't mean, like this Alex, right Alex, now. Yep. Do you mean that President Bush and his administration were behind 9-11? <sighs> I mean that even mainstream news... They were at minimum aware of it. The hijackers were ordered to be allowed into the United States. Michael Springman, the head of the visa department, blew the whistle right. on that. So the Bush administration was part of a conspiracy... Well, he murder, said never let us tolerate... To murder To murder... Um, I can speak in this accent as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bombed his own Reichstag piece to bring in martial law in Germany, April 27th, 1933. Governments have staged terror attacks throughout history or allowed terrorists to attack mm -hmm. as a pretext to invade and enslave the populations. 
I, prob I probably own more than 50 firearms. Many of them have increased in value two, three, or even four times. I sleep very comfortably uh, outside Austin, okay. Texas, knowing Alex, oh that I can gosh. defend my family. Okay. Alex oh Jones, Infowars.com. This is the man who wants to deport me from the country for wanting to get no, rid of no. it. It's, it's, it's rifle, to point out you're a foreigner, a red coat, here telling us what to do. Whatever. Go back to where they took the guns if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did that really happen, Ray? Yep, Did that really CNN. happen? On CNN. Of all places, CNN. There's a couple things I'm thinking about here. That's what you would do if you were CNN. I bet you the ratings on that were unbelievable. Oh, I yeah. bet you. CNN used to be a great network. I believe this was from 2012. I could, 2012, That's a bit, I believe. I believe I started watching CNN around... Oh, I think was it two thousand ish around the early two thousands, and it was I thought it was a great network, but I was blue pilled. But yeah. that's when wouldn't you? Alex Jones just went through that trial. If if CNN really cared about ratings, wouldn't they bring him on for another discussion like that? Oh yeah. So th so something changed where it's not about business. It's not about ratings. Like you, if you have a TV network, you want ratings. You would bring Alex Jones on. You would bring Bannon on, even if you disagree. So we know it's about protecting or basically yeah, keeping, keeping oh. that information from us. So you got a new clip? Yeah. Like he went on if you I don't know if you watched this when he, when Alex Jones went on Crowder's show, um like um the day after the the ruling came down, he had to pay a billion dollars. Well he I did not see it. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna show you two a couple clips from this because like this is something interesting. I think you'll want to see Osiris. Headshot here. Damn, I wish the survivors of Epstein received 965 million. Exactly. Good point on Twitter, Eliza. Think about that real quick. Why the triangle? We still don't know the names. Uh, exactly. We still we still don't know. We still don't know the names of the Johns. Here's another good point. Purdue Pharma that knew Oxycontin would addict people and kill them by the thousands have to pay $634.5 million on the 10-plus billion they made profit in the Oxycontin case. Alex yeah. Jones killed no one, ordered to pay $965 million mm -hmm. for Sandy Hook lies. And I don't, think, I don't think anyone is blowing somebody in an alley because of their addiction to uh, colloidal silver. <laughs> Absolutely, they're not. Yeah. Here's another one. The largest fine paid by a banking executive responsible for the 2008 financial crisis was $67.5 million. Yeah. Jury says Alex Jones pays $965 million. Here's another one. Yes, from a lawyer, Viva Fry. Yes, except for OJ was found guilty of the actual deaths of two victims after a trial. No, it was a civil trial. Whereas Alex Jones was found guilty of making false statements about people who were murdered by someone else without a trial. So OJ pays $33.5 million. I pay nine hundred plus million, and it goes on. Yeah, and on. OJ was so innocent. what's going to happen? Absolutely, he was found innocent by the <laughs> criminal, but guilty by the civil. So oh, when are they going to sue MSNBC for some of the lies that were done? I want one million dollars. My feelings are hurt <laughs> by their lies, and, and it just goes on from there. But those are some really important points. No, I think these are important points, uh, and uh, you know, I think we actually have some questions from. Uh, do we have some questions from oh, the yeah. audience? If you're okay taking a couple, there was there was a th that was excellent, man. Thanks for that clip, Ray. That was I did not see that, and it fit perfectly with my take. Well, Alex Jones just had the trial, so Pierce Morgan sat down with him after Alex Jones started the campaign to de deport yeah. him. 
So yeah. why wouldn't you have him back on CNN? If you if you want ratings on CNN, you would have him back on. And Al, the reason why they wouldn't, Alec Jones would do that, and it does nothing but rile people up in a populist manner. That's yeah. not left or right politics. That's populism, period. And their goal is they don't care about the money. They care about taking Alex Jones out. Like the person, the lawyer in the trial says, take his platform away from him and make sure he can't rebuild it again. Like we have the clip right here. I'm going to bring it right up. Now, here it is. Thanks, brother. I ask that with your verdict, you not only take Alex Jones' platform that he talks about away, I ask that you make certain he can't rebuild the platform. That's what matters. What? Take him out of this discourse, of this misinformation, of this peddling of lies, and make sure he can't do it again. That is punishment. That is deterrence. But somewhere out there right now is another thing. They never trade for school. Fixing their lunches, home to work, picking up their kids. And the community day when that child doesn't come home from school. And we know it, and it's sad, and that's reality. And the question is going to be where is Alice Jones when that happens? Is he in the studio? Getting ready to pounce? Or will you stop him? Someone get him that infomercial spray hair. <laughs> that's going to be in your kids. If we can get all done with all the evidence, we're going to come back and ask. Because that's what justice is in this case. And there's many other clips of them saying, we want him off air. We don't want money for the plaintiffs. We want to silence his future speech. So even a murderer goes and does their jail time, gets out in 20 years. But no, they're saying, keep him deplatformed, bankrupt him, shut him down, and don't send him money because we don't want money to the plaintiffs because they don't want me to have money for the appeals because they know there's a 98% chance this crap gets overturned, Stephen. Well, you know what else they're doing? This is something else they're doing that people don't uh, fully discuss is they want to make other people afraid to uh, even work with or for you. Makes That's it good. impossible for you to hire, right? That's what they tried to do. They tried to do that with me to a lesser scale. It's harder to do with a comedian because they would try and run jokes. But what they're trying to do is also make it impossible for you to even recoup these losses. I mean, we do have to remember, it's not just Alex Jones. You have many employees there. Um, and uh, so, some of them are great. Some of them are assholes. But a lot of them are great. But this is the thing. Is they <laughs> they want to make sure. We all have them, right? I have some here. That you're you're an asshole, Crowder. <laughs> yeah. I love Crowder, but he's, he's definitely an asshole. Yeah, but like you, you get it right here. These elites, they can't stand Alex Jones. They hate him. That's why they're desperately trying to take him out. He's because ex- of all the stuff that he's exposed. Like he all, like not only he exposed Bohemian Grove, but he exposed a lot of other stuff. Like he exposed the TV was spying on you. He exposed the gay frogs. He exposed that the elites were using baby blood. He exposed that there's a human sex trafficking, uh, like a giant human sex trafficking organization out there. Well, maybe not no organization, but like an entire gr- elite cabal of them. And like, this is incredibly scary stuff right here. Incredibly scary. And he was also the guy that exposed agent provocative agent provocateurs back in Seattle in the early in the back in the nineties. We're like, it was an actual um, tradition where like a lot of things happen. We're like, we're like, on, we're like people were sent into peaceful protest to just smash things, smash windows and stuff to break up protests. 
to break up peaceful protests and it's just to, that like if you send those people in there to just break the protest up there's gonna be no more protests that's the whole goal right there alex jones is a living legend and i think he's gonna try to take this to the supreme court the supreme court's gonna have to step in because this is making a mockery out of everything yeah. so a billion dollars i mean come on and yeah. and one of the um the, one of the uh, plaintiffs there was uh, FBI agent, mm -hmm. FBI agent that, to my knowledge, Alex Jones, he never said his name ever. Actually, he, he I think he did say it once. Oh, did he I say believe, it? once though? But like, be, but the he reason he was, from what I can tell, he's suing him because he hurt his feelings basically, because he was calling him out. It's absolutely insanity. And then you look at it. Crowder had him on. Crowder had a strike. Crowder just got a strike on his YouTube channel. How much you want to bet it probably is associated with that? Who knows? Like, yeah, and you we see, don't even know. And you see how Joe Rogan, he's afraid to have Alex Jones back on because of all the backlash that he would get for it. Yep. Yep. Joe, who knows? We'll see. Um, see if Tim Pool will even do it. Tim Pool had, you know, has had him on two, three times, I think. Yeah. He, he's had him on like. Three or four times, actually. I could be wrong, but but there, yeah. those are actually some of my favorite episodes from Tim Pool's show. Yeah, yeah, they were kind of getting wild and crazy on there, but I like seeing that side of them too. But yeah. look at how Alex Jones is not someone to play with. That's why they wouldn't have him on TV. He's well sourced. He's always been well sourced. Nobody's perfect, but um, he's too base, man. Yeah, like um, like um, when I you when you had Jen and Peter on, like um, um, Jen says like she she said like um. Well, she she thinks um, Alex Jones is some crazy weirdo, like some idiot, basically. But she thinks, but she thinks he should be allowed to um like um to like him speak. So like, what is you do you? I I don't know what you would say on this, but because I because I don't none, neither of us know Jen personally. Like you do, but you never actually gotten like have a, a talk with her about this. But like, why do you think she like thinks he's like some crazy weirdo or idiot or something like that? I, I'm I'm very curious about that. Well, Jen is very reasonable, very well thought out. She was on Tim Pool. That it was a great episode with where De Jen Perlman was on Tim Pool. I think that's how I got up with her and started talk chatting with her. But um, I don't think she, I don't think she knows Alex Jones. Hmm. So I would have to get into the specifics. When you look at people who know Alex Jones's content, I don't know one person that knows his content, like watches it and knows his show, that says he's like some lunatic i've never seen it have you have you heard anyone who watches him on a you know pretty much knows his content that has said that he's he's unsourced he's not sourced he's not well sourced he's a lunatic i've never even heard it yeah. and and they, they all don't agree with him like ideology you know on his ideology but no one says oh he's some lunatic that i that i've heard yeah so people peep, like jen doesn't know him so like that's probably so you think that's why she thinks he's like he's like some idiot? Yeah, and it, so I think that represents when because I follow a lot of people on the left. So you yeah. everything that you played from Alex Jones again, I will say there is no left or right in any of the clips you just played with Alex Jones. Now yeah. you see, you might say the two A, the two A is a populist take. That's not a right wing take. Left wing populist left people are two A. Real populists on the left are pro two A. None Even of that. Even some of even Voshism is pro two A in death. Absolutely, absolutely. So, it, so he, none of that's left or right. So when you go though to left commentators, it's a whole different spirit, and that's why I really, 
um, challenge everyone to go listen to people on the left. I'll, I'll use David Doyle, the rational national Canadian dude. He does nothing but rail against Alex Jones, takes these clips like the gay frogs and all that out of context. He was actually right on the great gay frogs. He would joke around with the, J, the gay frog stuff, and now people are taking that as like that. No, he, everything he said about the gay, the gay frogs, I don't know where he gets these articles, but he finds the articles that n not many people spread. And but on the left, they make him sound like a lunatic and they just portray him that. And so if you are on that side and you only see like the him portrayed as an idiot, then you think he's an idiot. They yeah. could do the same thing to you and I, Ray. Mm -hmm. They could take clips from our videos and make us look like complete buffoons. Oh yeah. Like like that's that's why I always try to word um, carefully word what I say. So like they, it's impossible for them to take them. Um, it, well, it's not impossible because like there's probably some people out there that are extremely clever and they know what they're doing. So, but I try to word around what I say so no one can take what I say out of context. Yep, I understand that. Uh, Tim Pool, he's very careful with that too. If you listen to Tim Pool, he's a master at it. I don't know how good how how he's so good at. He he actually puts his words in certain places, so it makes it hard to clip him because he's been clipped so often. But what I would say, Ray, is I wish somebody would clip me looking stupid because hmm. I know I'm based. I'm not going to say something stupid on purpose, but I know I'm based with my beliefs going forward. But what that will do is give you more reach. They'll yeah. actually give you more reach. <laughs> Yeah, and this part right here, this is this is probably this may be my favorite Joe Rogan episode. It may be I'm like the three episodes, the first two, the the th my favorite three episodes of Joe Rogan are are like the all of the three Alex Jones one. It's but the first it's between the first two that are my favorite. Between this one and ep the first time, like and like some of the stuff that he was saying right here are awesome right here. Like they're really cool. Like yes, and I am friends. You know that why give that guy a platform? That's the big one. Why give that guy a platform? That's the big one. You know, and but you and I have always had a good time together. We've we've always had fun together. Our only problems have always been when we're not like if you're talking about me or if I'm talking about you. Not if we're talking to each other. It's the distance has been the problem. It's the telephone. The lack of communication. The lack of communication has been the problem. The thing that people are upset about you. The thing that we wanted to talk about, like quick to get it over with, or not not quick, but just to get it up front. Up front. That's the best way. Or to be misrepresented. Yes. Is the Sandy Hook stuff? Yes. Yeah. So, your take on it? Just give me your take on it. Well, first off, because it's always misrepresented. I believe mass shootings happen, and they're real tragedies. And I believe Parkland happened. And, and you believe Sandy Hook happened? Absolutely. And now, just last year, the media came out and said, Alex Jones says Parkland didn't happen. And he's sending people to Parkland parents' houses. And there was no video, no audio. It wasn't true. In fact, I said, I believe Parkland happened. So I'm not going to be the mass shooting denial guy. I have been branded as the Sandy Hook guy. I mean, imagine a Final Cut Pro video editing timeline. And you go back almost it was seven years ago. I guess it's more than seven years now. And the internet didn't believe some of the things about Sandy Hook. I started covering it weeks after my first articles and things are, oh, this will be used for gun control. And I bet the guy's on Prozac and a mental patient, which he was. Of course. But then about a couple yeah, of weeks we into it, my listeners and others start sending me all these anomalies and things. And later it turned out some of those anomalies weren't accurate. And then I just moved on from it. Okay. I mean, I'm not Adam Lanza. I didn't kill those kids. But when I'm on the streets now, people don't know who Adam Lanza is, the guy that killed those kids. They think it's me. 
They say, I can't believe you're not in prison for what you did to Sandy Hook. All they know is Alex Show and Sandy Hook dead kids. Show. Well, I don't think that's I, I think the majority of them are angry because the narrative has been that you're sending people to these Sandy Hook families hosts homes exactly and, and i'm not you, and i never have that you're responsible for these people getting harassed because you said on your radio show that it wasn't real yes there is video and audio of me saying i can see how people don't think it happened and i can see how people think it's synthetic because there's been stage events before that then gets edited put together cobbled together but i never said go to people's houses i never said go investigate did you families. ever say that you think it's not real yes i did but now you do think it's real because i learned some of the anomalies were not accurate that's a problem with all this conspiracy shit, right? Because the conspiracy theory stuff, the people that want to believe, they believe in conspiracies with everything. And I think there's a certain percent, and we talked about this just a, a few minutes ago. Yeah, when I started getting accused four years ago, a couple of years into it, and I said, no, I think it happened. Then people that I had interviewed and things started saying, he's involved. He's one of them. Because he you are now saying that it happened, they thought that you'd been compromised. Yes, and then I was realizing, oh... This is a, how it works. A certain percentage of people are schizophrenic. Exactly. And then they just think everything's a conspiracy. Well, this is the thing about conspiracies. It's very attractive to people that are schizophrenic. Schizophrenic people think everything's a fucking conspiracy from top to bottom. Every single interaction that people have is some sort of a stage event that's trying to take them down or control this or mind control that. That's a big factor in a lot of this conspiracy theory shit is mental illness. When I started having people come to the office saying that I'm uh, Bo Bridges or that I'm Jeff Bridges or that I am uh, You're Bill, Hicks. Bill Hicks and people <laughs> in restaurants screaming, F you, Bill, we know it's you. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like Dan Rather, the guy threatening me. What's the signal, Dan? What's the signal? What I, I've experienced now, the quote, fame of being super famous, being a conspiracy guy. I was legitimately questioning things because of Gulf of Tonkin, Northwoods, things that really happened, babies that weren't thrown out of incubators to get us in the Iraq war. But I kind of realized a few years ago that I kind of had my own mild psychosis in that when you've been lied to by the media and the culture so much over and over again, everything then starts becoming automatically, you're sure it's fake. And then everything you see fits into that. This is probably, again, four or five years ago, I began to realize because I was on the receiving end of people pulling up in white vans with guns at my office saying, I know you put a microchip in my head and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and so it was kind of like once I got super famous, it was like, whoa, there's a certain percentage of people that are way off on the spectrum where they believe everything's fake. And then there's people that believe everything they hear is true. I mean, you should yes. be you should be questioning. You should have the right mm -hmm. to do it. But but it's somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. And so th this is what I'll say about Sandy Hook. I legitimately questioned it when people brought up anomalies. I then had debates about it on both sides. The internet pushed me to keep covering it. I probably covered it 20 times in the first few years it happened. And then as soon as I questioned it, uh, not uh, being staged, I got attacked so much that I said, screw it. Mass shootings happen. I believe it happened. But then media would call me or, or interview me and say, okay, but tell us the anomalies of why you questioned. They were getting me to say it again. Not that I didn't have the right to question it, but they, they thought, well, Alex Jones versus dead kids, Alex Jones denying it, Alex Jones harassing families. This is a perfect way to get this guy who's so popular getting people to question and getting people to think. And so it took me years. I think I'm smart. I guess I'm not to figure out what was going on. So when Hillary, a few months before the election, gave this huge speech that says Alex Jones has a dark heart. Uh, he knows Sandy Hook kids died. 
but he says they didn't. And he sends people to their houses. He's the worst guy in the world. So I came out and I said, listen, I never sent anybody to the houses, but I apologize if it's taken out of context. People have a right to question, but I, I'm sorry for the families and I'm sorry for your hurt. And I get it. And I've experienced crazy people now, big time, just like you have. Please stop saying that I'm saying it didn't happen. Please stop saying I'm sending people to people's houses because here's what happens. When they put it on every major TV channel, local TV channels, radio, I mean, I mean, thousands of articles that then get syndicated. If I said 100,000 articles, that's a low number. The, the amount of Sandy Hook coverage against me has been so insane and so huge because it's supposed to be the first domino that once I'm taken down, then all yeah. the dominoes fall. Well, so it's also clickbait. There's also a thing if you say Alex Jones, Sandy Hook, and you put in a title, a certain amount of people are just going to click on it. Alex Jones is still pushing a Sandy Hook conspiracy theory. It's one that I saw just two days ago. Exactly. So, so this is the point I've gotten to is here's the key. They, then they say more people are showing up in, in Connecticut. More people are coming to their houses, which they are. Because the media is all over the news saying there's a big conspiracy here. Alex Jones says it doesn't happen. And so people then hear it and they think, oh, you know, it's like looking for the Mothman or something. They're all <laughs> running up there and the media is saying it in my name. And I'm saying, no, I believe it happened years ago. And so then I'm getting the blame and the attacks and the demonization and the threats for what the corporate media is saying over and over again that I'm saying that it didn't happen. And the families are getting the threats and the families are getting the attacks and the families are getting called crisis actors yes you, and then it gets even worse something different oh my god in hindsight yeah, absolutely but again i legitimately didn't think my show was as powerful as it was so that i wasn't retrospectively you know looking at everything i was doing as much as i should nobody's perfect i mean as you get older you grow and you learn things but i just began to realize about three years ago that they're making my identity, not being a nationalist, not being a populist, not being a free market guy. They're making my whole identity Sandy Hook. And I didn't even know they were going to sue me then. Well, it's just because that's what gets clicks. Yes, but then but then, before I ever got sued, I said, I believe Sandy Hook happened. It's not my identity. I barely ever covered it. Stop. Right, but you understand that's not what they're doing. They're but not trying they to make that it. that as weakness and made it even worse. But they're not trying to make your identity. They're not trying to define you or do some sort of a documentary uh, uh, biography on your life. They're just finding something that people want to pay attention to. This is one of the problems with, with news coverage today is that they find things that people want to pay attention to and they focus on them out of proportionate. I, I agree. And then they say that I'm making money off Sandy Hook when, when the newspapers and the publishing houses are using me as a way to put out that incendiary hurtful thing. Well, like, I didn't also, mean it to be hurtful. I didn't mean it to be incendiary. I was legitimately questioning as the internet was, and I've seen a bunch of other state stuff. And then I say, hey, take it back. Don't do it. And they go, no, we're going to commit this hurtful thing that's still free speech, but it's hurtful in your freaking name. And, and, and that's what I'm, and I'm not saying I'm the victim here. I'm saying stop it because everything they do about deplatforming me, the biggest frustration is I still have my huge audience and radio stations and, and you know, infowars.com and newswars.com, but reaching new people is very hard. And then now that I've been silenced, the mainstream media can say whatever they want, Joe, about I, you, about me. And I can't respond. I mean, right. you, you can go to YouTube and type in Alex Jones. Well, this is and where all you of and it's I the negative stuff. And there's one that says white supremacy and Alex Jones. And you click on it. It's a famous British actor and author saying Alex Jones says, kill the uh, uh, families of of Parkland. Uh, parents. And I'd actually have lawyers getting ready to file suit over this. I warned the guy. I sent letters. He didn't take it down. I have to. 
You could pull up this famous British actor. I forget, I forget his name. You can pull up. Just, just type in Alex Jones to YouTube. All the mean stuff's put up on top. It's like the seventh, eighth link. And it says Alex Jones and white supremacy. What to do about it? And he says, Alex Jones and the white supremacists are saying, go to the people's houses at Parkland and kill the parents. And we have to take him off the air because he says, kill the parents. There's no free speech for killing parents. And I'm like, dude, do not say that. I'm going to get killed. I mean, I am never said nobody died at Parkland. I sure as hell didn't say kill their parents. Let's let's take, so now okay, let's take what I'm saying is, you talk about fake news. They have green lighted making anything you can imagine up about me. And and it's like insane. And that's all I'm saying is, is that at a certain point, it's like Jesus. I get it. Let's let's take this step by step. I'm sorry. I'm so it's OK. Listen, this is what we're, we want to give you an opportunity to communicate and clear the air and talk and some of the shit that you and I talked about earlier. Um, there's a bunch of things going on. One, there's, mm. it's a story that attracts people's attention, right? A story of a guy who's saying that people didn't get killed when they mm. did get killed. And it's horrific for people to, to look at. It's horrific to people <laughs> to think about that their own children would not only get murdered, but then someone would accuse them of being a crisis actor. So then they start pushing that story and that story becomes something that they make money off of, which is really in, in some ways kind of ironic. They keep this story in the news and they keep getting clicks off of you and misrepresenting huh. some of the things. Okay. That you okay. Said. Yes. And, and so apparently I'm um, like the stream um, was, was, um, is, is down on YouTube. Like apparently some copyright stream or something. Did they get pulled? Well, it's still there. Like I'm, I just got a notification and, and um, um well, in let me, my email. Let me check live. Um, yeah, I just noticed it. Did you check the stream? Uh, I'm, let me, the let me, I'm clicking on it now. Unavailable. Yeah. Damn. So some some. So what what policy? What um 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 copyright thing did we do? Because I got a notification in email. Does it say copyright? Yeah, it says um, stream unavailable, suspended for policy violations, and right here in my um, email it says for copyright. Okay. So what? 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 What did I? So what was? I, I think it had what? to have been that music right there. Was there music? It it probably it could have been music, but it that, might that, have been CNN and them. They could have these. So when you use those streams, they could be like, hey, if anybody uses these Alex Jones streams, pull them down. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna type in the live chat. We're still here. Yeah, yeah. we'll just have one to second. wrap. We'll just wrap up because it's late now. Yeah, man, that was those one of my favorite streams. When did it get pulled? Yeah, this is one of the favorites. My favorite streams I've ever done. Right here. Yeah, it is. Man, too bad it got pulled. Yeah. When did they get pulled? Did they say it um, in the chat? I couldn't see the chat. Let me see, let me see at the moment right here is, is when we we're playing like um, the Joe Rogan, Alex Jones part. Really? That's when they got pulled. Me, there me, was no music there. Well, oh, one second. One second. Oh, let me play it right here. Oh, you're My mistake. Back. Okay. So most of it played. So that's cool. That's when yeah, they got it pulled? just got pulled. Me, there me, was no music there. One trying to get to it. One, oh, one second. One second. Right here. Apologize for taking out of context. People what moment question, was this? But I, I'm sorry for the families, and I'm sorry for your hurt, and I get it, and I've experienced crazy people now, big time, just like you have. Please stop saying 
says it doesn't happen. And so people then hear it and they think, oh, you know, it's like looking for the Mothman or something. They're all <laughs> running up there and the media is saying it in my name. And I'm saying right there. So I don't it know could what have it been, was. It could have been a delay on the CNN stuff. I don't think Rogan's would get you pulled. There was no music there. I think I don't think it was a music pull. It could even be a strike. Oh, who knows? No, right here, we're back we're right back. up. Right, we're back. The stream's back up now. So the stream's yeah. back up. Yeah, look. Well, weird. that weird. That part right there. Let's see. Our is, our stream is up again. Yeah, I, I didn't that, even know yeah, that look, was a thing. See, That's well, that weird. that part right there. Let's see. So I don't know what oh. it was. Well, let's do the let's let's wrap up then because it's it's late. But can let me can I comment on the ro the last Rogan stuff? I don't know if anybody's sure. still watching, but um, yeah, it was sure. a great. I, thanks again, man, for having me. Great, man. I yeah. love the you got recall. You got your clips, man. This is great. But um, we talked. We 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 started this Alex Jones topic with who was the name of the guy again? I forget. David Gergen. He, David Gergen. He ran up on David David Gergen in the streets. David Gergen was not happy about that. Oh no, and why, he was not. Why was he not happy? Alex Jones had came through and took some video of them doing stuff that they don't want out there. <laughs> you fast forward, Clinton's name was brought up even in that interview. He brought, I think, Jones brought it up. <laughs> fast forward, you know, Alex was clapping and laughing, and I'm, you know, you know, I'm all for Alex, but those people, they don't forget. Oh they no, no, forget. no, they don't. And I don't have any proof that they're involved with kind of well, well, I don't have any proof, but in that clip, Alex Jones said, I didn't even remember this. Hillary Clinton said something about Alex Jones has a dark heart. Yep. So the Clintons you can kind of see you mess with people like that, stuff can happen. Then one other thing. So Alex Jones was wrong about Sandy Hook. We got that. But uh, it, but so we can't be wrong in society. It only applies to certain people because right now there's a lot of people who have clips still on YouTube right now who are wrong about a certain therapy that they miss. They mislabel as something else. It's not a what they label it. It's a therapy, a therapeutic They're They were wrong about it. Who holds them accountable? Nobody. Alex Jones over here apologizing over a small percentage of his content. Like, my kids just learned how to ride a bike, and sometimes you fall. So, I, you know, maybe he has some legal thing. I don't know, but I'm not going to demonize him because he fell. How do we find the truth if we're never wrong? How do you learn to ride a bike if you never fall down? We can't stand for this. I don't care if you agree with Jones or not. It is unacceptable to demonize him for being wrong, especially when you don't hold the same people, people more powerful than him, to the same standard. I just want to get that off my chest. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Completely agree with you right there. And we and plus there's something that was um, spoken about in 2016 that we know was a whole bunch of nonsense, like Russiagate. And no one is, yep. and hit, no one's being punished for that. And we know that was fake. In fact, there's people getting let off from the Durham, you know, the Durham investigation. You got people. I don't even know what names you can and can't say, but Sussman got let off, and um, we know this stuff is fake. I mean, we everybody knows. There's nobody. No, they didn't even who apologized. What what major media audio? Uh, they're still talking about it. Yeah, they're Some... still treating it like it's true. 
Yeah. And it's still being pushed. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Alex Jones was wrong, but Hillary Clinton was wrong, too, for spreading lies that Russia interfered in the election. Did she apologize? No. Never heard. Nah, no apology from her. In fact, like she, I, I don't. I, I, has she even she, acknowledged that she's wrong or says she was wrong? She still pushes it, too. She was behind it. <laughs> and she funded her. it. So I can't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm team Alex Jones, period. Same here. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we should probably wrap this episode up now. It's getting a little late, and plus that stream cut out right there. So yeah, yeah. so I'll probably but, have to. I'll probably have to go back and look and see what it could have been that got it cut. Yeah, there. I'm gonna talk. We, we maybe we'll chat about it, man. But I just feel like we should just go to Rumble more because I was oh, listening yeah. to Viva and they, man, they do like a half an hour now. I don't even think they do even a full hour on YouTube, and they're just like, come on over to Rumble. It's yeah. popping, man. I, it's popping off. We gotta build it up. I've. I yeah. got videos on Rumble now that got over a hundred views. I know that's not a lot, but yeah. before I was getting like none. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, and then Twitter even too. I'm yeah. gonna try and clip this and put stuff on Twitter from this too. Oh yeah, go ahead, man. Go right ahead. You have free mm -hmm. reign to do so. Like, like I, like I said, we gotta like um, Stephen Crowder too. Like he only does an hour, of the, an hour of the show on YouTube, and he does like an additional hour from his his site Mug Club. Mug Club, yep, and, and they then, talk. Um, they Russell talk about Grant. stuff. Yep, they talk about stuff that they're not even allowed to talk about on YouTube on Mug Club. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's why I wish Yay. I wish Yay would have stuff on. Yeah, yeah. They mm -hmm. uh, they talk about stuff on Mug Club that they can't talk about on YouTube. So, mm -hmm. Andrew Tate talks about a lot of good stuff now on Rumble. A whole lot yep. of stuff. Yeah. He's great, man. His editing is. That's the yeah. thing, man. They they can pay editors and they can, you know, make it more interesting with the camera angles, the drones, and it's dope how they, they do it. Oh, yeah. Tate, like, Tate is really, yeah, Tate's, Tate's videos are really captivating. Oh, they truly are. They truly, truly are. Like, yeah. I didn't really know much about him until he got banned, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, it, it's almost like you can't even talk about how talented someone is or how good of a philosopher there is because people assume you agree with everything they say um i don't even care about agree or disagree he is dope um andrew tate is really really good so sneeko i'm listening to all of them dude sneeko destiny they're dope yeah i'm a huge fan of destiny huge fan I mean, he he also, and, and we don't even went, agree on a lot but i love yeah. destiny he's dope yeah destiny actually went on jedediah's show a few days about a week oh, ago for real you know Jedediah yeah, from Valuetainment? She he yeah, went yeah. on that show. Wow. That's good. Yeah. That's good crossover. Destiny's, I think Destiny's trying to get to a mill. He, what is he on his main? He's about a little bit under 600,000. He's doing more crossover, you see. He's doing stuff with ABBA and them, and he's he's crossing over into other stuff, which is smart. Yeah. Um, he's at currently 570K. Uh, yeah. So he's trying to branch out, I think, to to other avenues, and he's he's great, man. He you know he's you know he streams for like ten hours a day. I don't know how he does that. So yeah. I don't know how they do their editing because he edits every cuss word. How do they? I know he doesn't do the editing, but that, how is that? Do they have an algorithm that does that? Because they have, have they no might idea. have like they might have like literally hundreds of cuss words in their videos, and every one is perfectly edited yeah. out. I have no idea how he does it, man. No yeah. idea. Yeah, but all right. all right, Ray. All right, we're 
or we're going to wrap this video up right now. Um, before you go, Osiris, where can my audience find you at? Uh, you go to middlemaga.com. You can also search YouTube, Middle Maga. Uh, thanks a lot. Yeah. All right. Make all right. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to go over and subscribe to Osiris's channel too. All right, guys. Make sure to sub like this video right here. Subscribe to this channel and turn on notifications and share this video so we can beat the YouTube algorithm. Because this video right here in the channel overall is Shadow Ban is a mofo. Also, follow me um at on all the other podcast platforms and all and all the other social media platforms. And the links in the description below. And also go over to the Ray Studios merchandise. Link to that. It will be in the description below too. All right. I'm Ray. And this and Osi I'm the host of the Ray Infinity Show. I'm here with Osiris. This is episode number 78. Catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.